0: The Monty Show, the truth in sports talk streaming. When you want unbiased opinions about your favorite team without the spin, all you have to do is find The Monty Show, streaming live and available 24 hours a day, seven days a week on YouTube. And now, here's Monty.
1: Hey, yo, man, how the heck are you? Happy Tuesday. May the 2nd be with you. So that's like May the 4th, right? Right. Yeah, so that's May like the, Thursday. Because it's like May the 4th be with you, but it's May the 4th. And then Cinco de Mayo. Yeah, you, know, you know. We get you know, it. We get it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, of course. Uh, welcome to the Monty Show. It is, as always, presented by the best in the business, The Advocates, TheAdvocates.com. Uh, been hurting at work? You've been hurting Iraq? Look, it's beautiful outside. There is no question about that large swaths of this country are sweating through their armpits because it is springtime which means you're probably out on your motorcycle and you know as well as i know that most people don't care about your motorcycle and if they hit you you need somebody that knows how to defend you you need somebody that'll let you get back to your health let you get back to work that's the advocates theAdvocates.com. you didn't deserve to get hurt at work you didn't get deserve to get hit by that distracted driver in your car, on your motorcycle, or your bicycle, but you do deserve an advocate at theadvocates.com. Chat with an attorney live online for free at theadvocates.com. How the heck are you guys today? Big shout out to James B. Underwood. First one in today. Wow, fresh name, I like it. And then Patrick Bourne, never the first one, but you know, he says, hey, hey, second place is okay. Delaric, how are you? C. Kaufman what's up with you C. Kaufman um no I am not going to do another rant until much later in the show when Jake apologizes for slandering James Harden um any thoughts no no no
0: no no thoughts nope none Mark Hale
1: says he's never first Mark you're always first in our hearts though see like and that's what
0: matters it's an A for effort you know
1: you're always first in our It's not what
0: mark. you did. It's what you tried to do. You know what I mean? Yeah,
1: that's a lie. Um, okay, so. <laughs> it's going to be one of those shows.
2: Uh, <laughs> as we do every day,
1: as the Pac-12 turns here on the Monty program, and a very interesting day of phone calls, as you know, um, I think San Diego State's an incredibly valuable property. I, I, I don't know how many other ways I can spin it, I don't know how many other ways I can say it. I think San Diego State is a must-have for the Pac-12. And we told you yesterday that J.D. Wicker, the the athletic director at San Diego State, talked to Seth Davis at The Athletic, said one way or the other, it's going to happen. We're going to the Big 12 or the Pac-12. We're excited for the opportunity. We've done a lot of work to prepare for that. You know? So, I, I mean, I, I'm just guessing that 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 work has not included looping in the Mountain West conference um. because sources close to the conference tell us that San Diego State has not informed the Mountain West, in fact, that they are leaving uh, for the Big 12 or the Pac-12. In fact, they have not spoken about it at all. And I just don't understand this from J.D. Wicker. You're in such a good spot, J.D., and I know... Look, you and I don't know each other. We've never met. And I get it, dude. You're trying to like be politically correct and do your thing. This is a mistake. If you are not on a regular basis at San Diego State, liaisoning with the Mountain West Conference, Commissioner Navarez, her staff, that's a huge mistake. If you're putting out, you know, hit pieces like you did with Seth Davis at The Athletic, and you are not informing the Mountain West. That's a mistake. And by all accounts, that's the way J.D. Wicker at San Diego State has chosen to go about this. And again, I don't know, Jake, maybe I'm making too much out of it, but it makes San Diego State seem desperate.
0: Yeah, I think it makes them seem desperate, and I think it makes it seem like they're scheming and that they're playing games. And I, and I think that's kind of the, the, the worst thing you could be doing right now based on the position that you're in because you know that even on a certain level i mean we can have a, a conversation if you guys want about you know their actual value but i don't think anybody denies that san diego state is a valuable proposition and property and program uh inside of the big 12 pack 12 expansion conversation I, I just don't think that's in doubt anymore and I think what's really unfortunate is that this athletic director, J.D. Wicker, is, is choosing to go about it in a way that just wastes the opportunity for him. I mean, you know, we had this whole thing yesterday, uh, as some of you are referencing about how we had this rant and this conversation, this debate. And the reason that I think for a college football fan that it would be frustrating the way Wicker's chosen to handle this is because if you're going to do media at least at least have kind of a strategy with it to me it kind of feels like they're just kind of doing doing one interview just to kind of push a narrative and then they're just kind of going radio silence whereas i've always viewed the media certainly for ad's and presidents as an opportunity you should be using the media to to really draw a line in the sand and show unity through everybody doing interviews i mean that's basically what you know the pac-12 tried to do they didn't achieve it but that's what they tried to do i feel like and so now it's just this situation with san diego state where it's a mess and ultimately it makes it makes what was once a program that was quiet and valuable and you know the talking points were new facilities and Snapdragon and all this cool stuff you go from that to now scheming and game playing and not really handling it the right way so to me i just feel like that's the loss for san diego state and i think you know, if I'm Brett, your mark, I'm constantly watching the landscape, right? We always hear Brett talk about, I'm evaluating and I'm keeping my eye out and I'm looking for good opportunities. Tell me he's not looking at this San Diego State situation saying, man, like if we were to bring them into the conference, man, I really got to watch out for this guy because I know the way he's going to handle things. And that's, I, I think, what not a lot of people are talking about. It sends a bad message when you handle the media this way.
1: Yeah, and I, I just, it, it is my opinion that, I I think San Diego State got a little desperate. That's what it feels like to me, and and I just I, I which I don't understand because I, I don't even know that it's arguable that San Diego State is the hottest free agent commodity, and you just have to wait now. You just have to wait your turn. So Best. what is the point of getting out? On, you know, uh, 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 over your skis here, or yeah, you know, forgetting to uh, you know forgetting to communicate or. Like this, this quote that he gave to Seth Davis at the Athletic just makes no sense. And then to no comment, a bunch of people reached out to me and said, Yeah, they're, yeah, they, uh, the San Diego State's not talking to anybody. Yeah. And it's like, I, I just, I just don't understand it. Yeah. I, I really, I do not. So I, it, this just goes further and further into the dysfunction of the Pac 12. Because by the way, the other side of this is, If you are the Pac-12, why on earth are you letting San Diego State twist in the wind? I would assume that you would say to San Diego State, and again, we've reported on this show that multiple sources have told us that the Pac-12 has all but said, hey, you guys are in. We just need some time here. So let's assume that that happened. Mm -hmm. Why is J.D. Wicker talking to Seth Davis? Why are you you giving that quote? That makes no (coughs) sense. Okay, so let's assume that they haven't said that to San Diego State. If you're JD Wicker, why are you talking to Seth Davis? Well, because you're scared now. You're worried. Mm-hmm. You you're you are in my opinion showing your weakness. You're showing insecurity. your insecurities. Yeah. That's what that's what this feels like in my opinion and I think when you look at JD Wicker and you look at the position that San Diego State's in, I'm not surprised at all that they're doing that. That that to me is that to me is the biggest the biggest unknown here, I have no reason to believe that the, the San Diego State has heard something new from the Pac-12. Yeah,
0: and I just think that if you're San Diego State, and I think also if you're any team that, like, you know, we had this conversation uh, yesterday about Tulane as well. Like, if you're the Tulanes or the San Diego States or or you're any school that is valuable in expansion, you're a school that a, that a P5 wants to add to their conference, you don't have incentive to to talk to the media until you have a reason to. Like that's where like yesterday and today, and and still, I I still feel like, man, like I look around and I I, I don't hear, like I I don't hear, you know, Oregon or Washington or Utah going to the media and talking about whatever anymore. Like you you all remember, right? Like they all went through their media sessions and they all talked and all proved their points. And then it's just been radio silence. And then what's happened? San Diego State started talking. So I don't know. Like That's why I think this is such a fascinating thing. And I yeah. see the comments about, oh, well, we just got to move on from San Diego State. And it's like, dude, you don't just simply yeah, there's move no on, moving on from San Diego State. And and it's not because San Diego State is some gem or they're so amazing. But the reality of the situation is, is they're in a prime position to jump into P5 land. And that's that's what I think is just such a you know a a crime or how that that's why they've fallen so short because it was like you should have just said nothing just don't talk just literally don't talk and now it's like okay we did one interview which I kind of feel like they didn't execute the way they kind of wanted to execute it and now they're no commenting everybody because like he said we did get what it must have been like 8 10 DMs from people talking about how yeah they no commented me too so I don't know what the deal is
1: yeah I don't know. I mean, you know, as far as I'm concerned, once you hit the like button on this show, you become a multimillionaire. So, we think you should all try that. Uh, Hit the like button now and let me know how it works out. But really, the point is (laughs) that I think San Diego State in in all of this, it it just looks small. And then I look at Tulane and we talked about this yesterday and there was a there was a huge argument in the comment section about. Tulane and and uh, you know all the Cincinnati fans that came in yesterday and got upset that I said they were the least valuable of the four properties. Why are these statements shocking or why are these statements hurtful to you? If you're Cincinnati, do you truly believe that you are on par with BYU or Houston? And in what way, shape, or form? <laughs> Because I, I, when I look at the Big 12 landscape and, and we talk about, hey, who's more valuable and who's worth what, there is no argument to be made, especially with Luke Fickle you know, in Wisco for whatever stupid reason because nothing good happens in Wisconsin. But if you're, you lost Luke Fickle, you have not been basketball relevant, I think you are going to struggle to be football relevant especially in in the Big 12, yeah. what puts you on par with BYU? Okay, well, you don't have a million viewers per game at a minimum. You're not that guy, pal. Trust me. You're not that guy. You haven't leveled up in competition because you've been in a crappy conference for how long? Right. You went to the college football playoff and got waxed. Right. I don't understand. What are we looking at where, where Cincinnati fans are like, yeah, we're better than Houston? How are you better than Houston
0: Well I think what Cincinnati fan does and I, and I think we we see this sometimes is like hey Luke fickle was there and had a bunch of success and was clearly growing the program and then a bigger program came in and picked him up I mean that's what I mean is it is that not what we've seen for how long now I mean you know you can you can make an argument that Lincoln Riley's Oklahoma squad was just as big as USC's okay fine if you want to make that argument, I'm telling you, nothing's bigger than Los Angeles, sunny right. California, right? So Lincoln Riley, in my opinion, went to a bigger program, right? You look at Deion Sanders, clearly went to a bigger program. Luke Fickle, clearly, even though Wisco has sucked, clearly went to a bigger opportunity. Yes. And so it's not it's not really all that surprising, and I really don't think it should be offensive. Like like if I said, hey, Jackson State is no longer good because Prime left, well, nobody would disagree with that. No, Nobody would get outraged by that. But the minute you say, hey, Cincinnati is no longer what they were when Luke Fickle was there because he left, everyone's outraged and says that BYU sucks. Like, that's what we do as fans, and, and that's what I'm saying. You just have to take your passion out of the San Diego State or the Cincinnati's or any of these the two lanes and just look at what the value is because some of them are rising and some of them are falling. San Diego State was rising at a ridiculous rate until buddy went out to the media and did a garbage interview that is roundly been agreed, just wasn't a good interview. Yeah. And, and again, don't, if you don't, if you're saying, Hey, you're just, if you think we're just hating on the guy, go look, everyone's talking about it now. So like whether, again, whether it's San Diego state, Cincinnati, even Tulane, like you, it just because you have a case to get somewhere doesn't mean you're actually better. But,
1: but I thought the, the comparison, you know, I was talking to somebody about San Diego state today. And this, what what most people believe is a horrendous quote uh, by J.D. Wicker, the athletic director, to Seth Davis at The Athletic, and a very interesting comparison was made. Mm-hmm. And that is that, is this not Bronco Mendenhall and BYU begging to get into the Big 12? All those years ago, right before Taysom jumped over the Texas Longhorns. right, right. This is J.D. Wicker begging to get into the Pac-12, in my opinion. And I think it's not that indifferent to where BYU was, even though BYU was an independent at that point. But I think it's very interesting, the comparison, because it's just one of these things where you don't have a way. And, and maybe that's strong, but I feel like San Diego State doesn't have a way to market themselves beyond, hey, look at us. And the sad thing is you just went to the NCAA tournament final. Mm-hmm. And you're waving your hands like, hey, look at us. Y'all feel me? Like Market Snapdragon. Market the facilities. Market your TV reach. Market something other than, hey, look at us, and nobody did during the NCAA tournament final. Yeah. Because they had a small audience. I mean, I just, I, I don't know. I'm happy to have the discussion. I really am. I, I, I am all about it, um, especially when you consider that you have this Pac-12 TV deal. Just kind of twisting out there. Yeah. And I think San Diego State's a remarkably important market in that conversation. I, I really do. I think it's one of those things where when you look at where where San Diego State is, I, I think it's an, it's incredibly important. It is, yeah. Uh, Steve Ohio, Florida, says, I'm done here. Okay, well, thanks for coming. Yeah, have a nice day, sir. All right now. Uh, two Masters says, Tulane fighting algae water wave. Well, there's that. <laughs> I think Tulane's a great fit in the Pac-12. I, I, geographically, I tend to agree with the voices in the Pac-12 who say that anything east of Texas is too far. Yeah. I do tend to agree with that. And I think you, you Rice is an awfully good kid academically, but are you really taking Rice over SMU? Man, that's a tough one.
3: No, I don't think so.
1: That's a tough one. Right, that's very difficult. Uh, Samuel Critchfield says, "Since he was a big name when you came in and lost to UVU, but outside of that, they are nothing to write home about." And it's not personal. Yeah, like Kenyon Martin ain't walking through that door anytime soon, uh-huh. right? Like your 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 glory days of yesteryear are, are are gone, and you don't bring an incredibly you know powerful or passionate fan base. Cincinnati is, 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 is I, how do I say this politely? Like, are the Bearcats really drawing water in Cincinnati? I'm going to say they're not. Now, are they dead last in that market? No. But are, are you even near Boroughhead? You're not. No. Right? You're not. But I, I look at the state of Ohio. You're not near the top of the state of Ohio. Burrowhead Stadium. Right, there was somebody yesterday who was like Cincinnati, is Ohio. No, it's not. Cincinnati's Lee Borough. Cincinnati's Kentucky. Let's <laughs> let's not get that twisted, right? Uh-huh. I I just I I get it. I get it.
0: And I think there's a lot of to to your point like I think people get really defensive really quick, especially when they they are a supporter of a of a program that's smaller. I mean, yeah. I, and, and again, I, it's not a personal thing. I just think when a guy like Luke Fickle, who's as skilled and as good at as he is at what he does, leaves, I mean, it just doesn't put you in a strong position. I mean, again, like, like you know, I, I just look at some of these head coaches, like, look at Oklahoma, man. Oklahoma has been trash since Lincoln left. I mean, that's, and it's not even, like, a thing where people are, like, surprised. It's like, yeah, well, you know, we're bad because Lincoln left and then Caleb Williams left and all the talent left, and so what do you have? Right? Like that's the nature of the beast. It just is what it is.
1: Yeah, and I don't see that you know, when you when you look at you 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 look at the way that you stack conferences up and like twenty people have sent me this most wins in the last five years, and Cincinnati's got the most wins in the Big Twelve in the last five years. You really think that's an accurate assessment? You truly believe that in the, in the Big 12, Cincinnati's been the best football team in that conference over the last five years because they have the most wins. Oh, wait, they've <laughs> never played a Big 12 conference game as a member. Yeah. So we're going to look at their games against, you know, Jersey Mike's Institute of Bread Cutting, and we're going to be like, oh, yeah, that's a quality win. No, it's With not. With all due respect. And, and so I... I you know, and it, you want to compare Cincinnati to BYU? BYU played a loaded independent schedule for the last decade, and Cincinnati. You think Cincinnati's got more quality wins than BYU? They don't. It is what it is. They don't. So, and I appreciate like so many people have tweeted or DM me that graphic. Yeah, that's cool, dude. And you know the the, the and I'm happy to put it up here. I am, um, Jimmy. Thank you jimmy's world or whatever your twitter account is called is the last one who um sent that to me
0: yeah but i think what this is the classic example of of you know cincinnati fan trying to lie to themselves about how good or bad their team is you know i mean it's your first year in the big 12 like at some point you know you have to be like all right cool you know we just got into this conference yeah sure we've got some wins but that's been against some subpar talent and we're gonna go up against the Baylors of the world, let's say, and they're gonna be a physical ass team that is at a minimum going to push us around and is gonna be, you know, laying the wood in the A gap. And it's just like, dude, like you start to understand why, you know, saying, Hey, Cincinnati, most wins in the Big Twelve is a little inaccurate,
1: you know? Like you just you just get it. Yeah. I struggle with that graphic right there. Like, you look at the Big 12, Cincinnati, Oklahoma, that's legit, UCF. Not legit. BYU. Not not on a Big 12 level. So you're telling me it's Oklahoma, Okie State, Baylor, Texas, TCU. Like, that's what feels right. Yeah,
0: and if you want to have a conversation about, like, hey, is TCU, like, yeah, sure, TCU doesn't have as many wins, but are they better than this program and that program right now okay we so can is
1: the best team in the big 12 right now i think yeah right i mean I, I think that's even tough to argue with but you look at the pac-12 yeah that's legit look how low usc is at 33 right utah 43 i think utah's been easily one of the top two programs in that league alabama yeah has been the top team in the sec ohio state and michigan and then everybody else Right. You look at the already crowned Clemson conference. Well, there's no doubt that they have 19 more wins than everybody else. That's not surprising. <laughs> Show me the basketball wins. Right. But my point is, my point is, you look at the argument, oh, Cincinnati has the most wins of the Big 12. Nobody, on. that's not an argument. Come on. Come on. Like, if we're just being honest and, you know, having a, a real conversation about it, that's not, that's not an argument. But we're not, because fans don't want to be honest yeah. about it. Uh, Connor Cole gives us $5 to say, here in Cincinnati, we have Skyline Chili, which that alone puts us at the top of the Catsby 90 Cats by nine. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> hey, look, dude, I understand that with Skyline Chili, you guys all have turbocharged buttholes. Listen, I get... <laughs> totally get it. There is nothing (laughs) beans, beans, the musical fruit. The more you eat, the more you toot. (laughs) you know, skyline chili for every meal. Like I totally get it. Yeah, we get it. But come on. Come on, Connor. You know, Jake Nelson would love to have Boise in the big 12. No, I'm good. Why would you put them in the big 12? You wouldn't. You wouldn't. What's the win there? Truck stop Gumby, two Connors in the chat. Yeah, it's it's kind of confusing. Greg Romano says, "I live in Boise. Great fan base, but they have trouble filling a thirty-five thousand seat stadium."
0: Yeah, I love Boise, dude. I love road like from Salt Lake to Boise. It's it's a quick little road tripper, man. I, I love that town. But you're not a Big Twelve program.
1: You're just not. Yeah. um Let's see, Jacob Delambo. But it's must school program. Show some respect. Okay, I probably need to go higher than. Uh, Rice to the Mac, Casserole Conference. There casserole you go, Casserole Conference. Now we're cooking with gas. Now we're cooking with gas. Connor Johnson, like Apple, yes, Apple is getting the pack. Scott, back the pack. We'll see. Back Bro- the pack. Brohead Stadium. Jake Nelson says close to West Virginia. Brohead Stadium. Okay. Okay, Bob uh, Holsey says Cincinnati makes West Virginia feel less lonely. Damn, wow. bro! Patrick Boren, give Cincy a chance. Still don't know what the the new what the new coach is. Listen, everybody needs everybody needs a win. I mean, there's a place for. I'm kidding. I'm not saying Cincinnati is going to be the worst team in the league. That's <coughs> Oklahoma State every year. Oh, I'm dude. It was a joke. I was kidding. <laughs> We all know it's... Okay. No, I'm not doing it. You know. Um, you know, OU is only one year. What do you mean? OU is only one year. Jeremy Callahan says, uh, I already read that one. I'm a terrible person. Forgive me. Uh, Warren Boyd, 23-24, Big 12. We'll see what brands will rise to the top. That's exactly right. Yep. No doubt about it. Uh, Chick-fil-A, as good as mac and cheese. chick fil A's trash.
0: Dude, Chick-fil-A does not have good mac and cheese, dude. So Stop, overrated. bro.
1: So overrated. Dude, if
0: you think their mac and cheese is good, you're probably a Cincinnati
1: fan. Skyline Chili. Come on. Uh, Archer Quick says, oh, OU fans think they're good since Lincoln Riley left. Well, here we go. USC fanning cracking OU fan. Nothing better than that on the Monty program. <laughs> D- damn liberals. Um... <laughs> Those damn libtards. I do love that SC fan is cracking Oklahoma fan. <laughs> hey, Lincoln looks better. Mm, over here. Um, I mean, fight on. Fight on. Spangler. Can't call Oklahoma trash just yet, but we can always hope. Well, they better win something. Uh, Jacob DS fifty Monty show, please answer. I'd love your guys opinion. I don't know.
0: Okay, what are we answering? Uh,
1: DeLambo. No, Jacob says, will Boise State be in a P five conference between twenty? 20- I have no idea. Yeah, I I don't. Well, I,
0: the problem is, is that they're like tenth on the rung, dude. Like I have they, no like idea. You got to let all these other teams pan out and. You got to figure out if the pack's even going to exist. Like, there's just too much in the air. Yeah. How do
1: you even? How do you even guess at that? Why
0: is that? Like, I understand if you're a Boise State fan, but but that's just not really a relevant question in this conversation overall in the big picture. Like, I think Boise State needs to. Needs to continue on. I I, I do believe that they need to finish the renovations and put all that money into your facilities and then you gotta go out and recruit your ass off. Boise State's one of those programs that can get some talent by leveraging NIL. I agree with that. And if you know how to leverage NIL as a smaller program you can go out and get some guys. Now I'm not totally saying you're agreed. getting, you know, Heisman winner caliber, dude. But you don't
1: need that. Yeah, you know, like, in a smaller school, yeah. Boise, San Diego, pick your smaller school. You don't need Caleb Williams. You'd love to get him, yeah, but you don't need that. You need you need to be able to win all of your home games. That's what you need, and then you need to be able to go win one or two road games. If Boise won eight games a year. Nobody would say anything probably because you're accidentally going to trip and fall into 10 win seasons, right? If you just won eight games a year and went to a good bowl and BYU's made a living on that for a decade, win eight to 10 games, go to a nice bowl and we'll see in in spring ball. Yeah. There's nothing wrong with that. It's a good living. Your fan base is satiated, right? You can recruit on that. Yeah. You don't. I think everybody, a, a lot of people talk about that. Oh, man. Well, if we just had one year and we could get the Heisman Trophy winner and uh, that, that jerk-off, Lincoln Riley, stole our guy, Caleb.
2: You're a douche.
1: Like, okay, so you're OU. Go find another one. That was a big thing in the comment section last week. Well, if Lincoln Riley hadn't stolen Caleb Williams, but guess what he did? And he didn't have to steal him. Caleb went willingly. Yeah. Last time I checked, Lincoln Riley didn't put you know have a gun and a mask on and... Like, go kidnap Caleb Williams in his fingernail polish collection, right? Like, Caleb went on his own. My point is you don't have to have, like, the best player in the country. You don't have to have a Heisman Trophy winner. You just need to win games. Yes. And it's what? It's Cincinnati. Cincinnati's not done that. Do you realize the only reason BYU's in the Big 12 is not because of their TV audience. It's because they won the Pac-12, like, two years in a row, BYU Cincinnati. Right? Like, how many many Pac-12 teams did they beat in that stretch? Yeah. You know, so like I, I just feel like we all get enamored with this idea that we gotta have a Heisman we gotta have a seventy-five thousand seat stadium. Hey, just just curious, you want to add all those seats to your football stadium? What happens when they're empty on Saturdays? Um, um, hmm. Give me forty thousand seats that are packed and ticket prices are sky high. You keep your seventy-five thousand. Um, Go ahead, UCLA and the Rose Bowl, like. We have these delusions of grandeur that we have to unload. We have to unpack them in college athletics. Yeah, you don't need Heisman Trophy winners, and you don't need seventy thousand seat stadiums. You're not Notre Dame. Yeah, you're not a you're not a tourist attraction. I know. Again, skyline, chili, and shit. Right. And Barry Larkin's the best shortstop that nobody's ever heard of. They're Uh, not coming to watch Cincinnati Bearcat football. They're not. They're not. Okay, I feel was that the rant of the day? We're on to Cincinnati. I think it might have been. Uh, Brad M says your mark should tell SD we were interested, but we're going to explore other options after you opened your mouth. Well, funny thing is, here on the Monte show, as we've reported repeatedly, um, San Diego State has spoken at length with the Big Twelve yeah. and told the Big Twelve, "Hey, look, we feel like we're in a much better fit in the Pac-12. We're going to wait for this TV situation to play out." And I think there's a lot of people in that situation where they're waiting for the the Pac-12 TV situation to, to play out. Sources very close to the situation told us San Diego State and Big Twelve are, are, are fast friends. They know each other well. They've talked extensively. It's just not not it's not no, but it's not yes right now. Yeah. That's the bottom line. And I think you see what JD Wicker at San Diego State said. I feel like this was his, he's on one knee. He's got a ring. In his hand, and he's proposing to the Pac 12. Oh. That's what this feels like from San Diego State. It's it's low cash, it's Bush League, it's desperate, but that is what it is at this point. Because again, I think the thing that's so baffling about this JD Wicker decision to comment like this where else is the Pac 12 gonna go? Where else are they gonna go? If I'm JD Wicker, I am openly talking to the Big 12, I am commenting about the Big 12. I am being photographed with Brett Yormark. Yeah. I am touring, I am touring basketball facilities in Monterey, Mexico, and Mexico City. I'm not pandering to Seth Davis in the Pac-12. Like it's it's it just it's I can't figure it out. Yeah. Because everybody raves about J.D. Wicker. And I have no idea what you're raving about because I think this was a huge mistake. Not yeah. to belabor the point, I'm not going back in on it. Maybe I need an enema. I don't know. <laughs> but my point is, JD, I have no idea what you were doing there. <laughs> yeah, nothing
0: good. And I think you know, this whole this whole strategy cuz I got to think that he didn't just do this on a whim, right? We know I would that guess they not. like we know that they set up the interview with the Athletic. We know that they were all about it and 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 that's kind of what makes me wonder and I, and I think you know, in all this conversation about BYU and, you know, all these other, you know, little spinoffs on this TV deal conversation. Like, at least people have a strategy. Like, you can tell right. George Klyovkov, however dumb he is, has a strategy to try and get done what he needs to get done to keep the conference together. And I understand that. I disagree with it, but I understand it. And the thing that I struggle with with Wicker is I don't understand the strategy. So, wait, let me get this right. The whole deal was, hey, we told the Big Twelve, no, 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 we're not, we're not interested, we're not going. No, 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 it's, it's just not happening. And then you want to come out and do this interview and and say, well, one way or the other, we're getting into a P5, basically. That's essentially what you said. One way or the other, we're getting into the pack or the Big Twelve. And and I just think about that, and I say, well, wait a minute, you're you're the you're the one that's supposed to be desirable. You're the one that these conferences are supposed to be going after. So. To my guy's point here, why would you not go and be seen with the Big Twelve, let's say, or 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 go and be seen at these at least at a minimum at these different hot locations, right? Like Rucker Park or dude, the Big Twelve Combine. I would be, or whatever. I would
1: be photographed with Brett Yormark like I was pounding box, like yeah, I'm dude. Uh, in all, like Please. I would be. Brett, you're my girl. Let's. Let's snuggle James up at a, so at a table at dinner, like on the window, <laughs> like, right next to, <laughs> you know, like it's you and me, right? Like it's JD Wicker and, 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 you know, Brett, Brett let's, Yormark. Let's and,
0: snuggle up right at the yeah, window and look at the truck
1: stop outside. It's, it's JD Yormark and, and Brett Yormark. The Yormarks are having dinner yeah, in Brett Mexico Wicker, City. Brett Wicker and JD Yormark. You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> I, I just don't understand it yeah. at all. And you know what? And I think what's on there, the menu, what's on the menu at dinner for those two guys? Oh, well, you know
0: they're at a foo y place. You yeah, know that.
1: No, they're at an American place uh, that serves bucked-up energy. There you Father, go. Try to follow
0: me. My bad. Sorry,
1: dude. For, just Sorry. for like 10 seconds. Sorry, my bad. One show, maybe you could oh, follow me, right? Shit. I mean, because you know the same that I know that bucked-up energy is the official energy drink of the Monty program. Facts. You know, and here on the show, Graham. We we all we drink is bucked up energy all we have all day long. Yeah, come on, man. Water in the bucked up energy canteen. Water. Water. water water ice in the bucked up energy canteen. But I want to talk to you guys about Buckshot because I have gotten so much feedback about how awesome Buckshot is. You guys, if you have not tried Buckshot, I know that we're all looking for pick me ups. You know, if you're in California right now, hello to everybody listening in California. It's 2.30 and you are dragging ass. You have three hours to go because you're in the liberal state. Three hours to get home, right? (laughs) Pop a buckshot and you're going to feel clean, long-lasting energy. You're not going to be tired anymore. You're not going to be having the carb crash from lunch when you had pizza and crappy wings. Get over that, man. Get some clean, long-lasting energy with buckshot in the description below. Right on this on this show, if you're listening on podcast, hello, everybody, on Spotify. Our biggest month ever on Spotify, the month of I'm April. Real. Let's go, Spotify. Thank you for listening on Spotify. In the podcast description and right here on YouTube, in the description below, click the link. Free buckshot samples. They don't give you two or three. They give you six. I went to Cincinnati, there's six uh, buckshot samples of your choice, so send them right to your front door for free at buckedup.com. And by the way, had my collagen peptides from Bucked Up today. I cannot say enough about the quality products that you get at buckedup.com. Don't take my word for it. Use the promo code Monty to get 20% off your purchase. I take greens, they're organic greens. I take their uh, collagen peptides. I use their LFG. My wife sent me a text today saying that the LFG was awesome. She had a 45-minute run this morning, took the LFG pre-workout, powered right through it because everything at Bucked Up works. BuckedUp.com, the official energy drink of the Monty Show is Bucked Up. 35 minutes in, and I feel great. Yeah. By the way. Again, it is hot in the studio. I want to apologize to Jake. I forgot the yeah, fan. I mean, it's noise. completely, it's completely unacceptable, dude. It's totally unacceptable. It is totally unacceptable. Bob Holsey, Holsey, but hello. Hello. Bob Holsey says, Larry, I'm not arguing Apple is a contender. I, I think this is another hot button topic on this show. And I think Larry Pilgrim, if I if I remember right, Larry, I apologize that I lost your comment above. But Larry's been arguing about the money or making a case for the money uh, that Apple is paying. Here it is. Uh, Apple pays $400 million a year, gives minimum one game a week. Who's paying $400 million a year for football and basketball? I'm not. You're going to pay the Pac-12, who has one blue blood basketball team. One. You're going to pay them $400 million. And oh, by the way, you still, if it's Apple, and I would remind you, and again, I know everybody else has picked up on the story now, but you're goddamn right, I'm going to raise my tail feather. We told you that Arizona, Arizona State, Washington and Colorado have said no to Apple TV as a sole distribution partner, Right. that they are not on board with streaming as the main tier one distribution platform. That I And I more think, Larry, and I'm not saying you're wrong. Hey, dude, knock yourself out. I hope you're right. $400 million would be amazing.
2: No, no, no.
1: I think the more likely deal is between Amazon and ESPN. I think it's a $20 million deal. And I think that ESPN will put two games a week on, including tier one. And then Apple, or excuse me, Amazon will go to Friday night game of the week. And I think you're going to have three games a week on broadcast. That's what I think. Yeah. And that message has been consistent from our sources for weeks and months and months. Yeah. And the, the real issue is, is that we've been told repeatedly, and I've said this on the show, this is not new, but we've been told repeatedly, if it's not 25 million or more, they're, on, they're going to lose schools. That if they don't get 25 million or more, they're going to lose schools. And I think that's what's terrifying to you um because you cannot you you just cannot you can't risk it i i and again i i just hope everybody understands and i know everybody will get pissed i say it but there's not a school in the pack 12 that wants to leave yeah they don't want to leave but i think they will yeah i they don't, I think, I don't think anybody wants to leave i i yeah. really don't yeah in my opinion bryce martin uh good to see you bryce Boise doesn't have the academics to join the Pac-12 or the fan base to get to the Big 12. Totally agree. Totally agree. Roger Sales, my guy. How are you, Roger? Roger Good to see you, Seems like San Diego State interview was just a shot across the Pac-12 bow, and the interviewer was um, in on to no ask follow up. Seems strategic. Well, what I would say is it was... This was snuck into a, in our, a greater article about San Diego State raising their valuation through Snapdragon Stadium and facilities and basketball. and
0: You know the usual suspects. And
1: then you had this three-line quote from J.D. Wicker about we're going one way or the other. And that's why you know that this was just, hey, well, let's just roll this out there. There's nothing to see here. We're just going to put this out here. Hey, by the way, I saw that quote you guys put in The Athletic. Um, I I have a couple of follow-up questions. No comment. Hey well you commented already I was just asking no comment here from and like we're not commenting on on you know realignment at this time because they don't want to ask they don't want to be asked follow up questions yeah period yep that's as simple as it is stutterers uh Boise Boise state how did Boise state become such a big topic today Uh, needs to lower ticket prices if they want to fill their seats each game. Well, they're not going to do that because they're putting millions and millions into renovations. Yeah. So that's going to be tough. Uh, Charles Chamberlain, better question, will there be five power conferences or only four power conferences by 2030? Most likely only four. See, and I agree with that. I agree with that. Charles, I think you're looking, and and here's the bigger question. I think it's not the Pac-12 that I think you should be concerned about. What's going to happen with the ACC? Because that's a revenue stream waiting to happen. Yep, they're in the like a seventy-eight year grant of rights right now, <laughs> and I think they're on year like six. Yeah, it feels like forever. It's half a billion because dollars. Well, and it's half a billion dollars to get out. But if you if you look at if you look at this chart that we put up earlier, yeah, the shot, the shot, flow shot. You look at this chart right here. Ask yourself this question. Who in the ACC is, in? in who is truly valuable? Well, hold on. Before you do that, is the ACC a football or a basketball conference? Mm. This is a basketball conference. So now all of a sudden, if you say to yourself, well, if it's basketball we're talking about, well, yeah, Wake Forest, North Carolina State, Miami, no doubt. Carolina, Virginia, yeah. Yeah. Florida State, eh. You know, like you start looking up and down like Pitt, yes. Virginia Tech, yes. Clemson, mm-mm. No, no, no. Not really. But what if... Now let's get crazy here. Let's get Careful. crazy. What Hands if we, 10 and 2. What if we take this second-to-last column of Pac-12 and we move Clemson and Florida State to the SEC and we combine... Washington State, ASU, US, uh, excuse me, Oregon State, Cal and Stanford, into the ACC. Because I think that's your best shot right there. I think that is your best shot. I don't see any other I don't see any other way with the Big Ten, Big 12, because as far as hierarchy of conferences go, in football and basketball, it's totally different. Yeah. In football, I have no doubt that it is the SEC number one the Big 12 number two, the Big 10 number three, the Pac-12 number four, and the ACC is dead last in football, in my opinion. Yeah. You come on and we talk about basketball. Well, now we're cooking with gas because I think it's not close. It's the Big 12. One, I think it's the ACC number two. I think it's the SEC number three, the Big 10 number four, and I think it's the Pac-12 bringing up the rear at number five. Yeah. So, But you combine those two, and all of a sudden, I think you could make an argument, especially if Arizona's in the conversation. I think you could make an argument that just perhaps, and I could be wrong, but just perhaps maybe a Pac-12 ACC merger makes that conference the best conference Jilly, in the country. Dilly, dilly. I could be wrong. Mm-hmm. Absolutely, I could be wrong. Careful, you're going to piss off Cincinnati fans. I know, something terrible. But I'm telling you, there's a lot of there's a lot of different ways to view the future of college athletics. And
0: we never said that was gonna happen. We never said. I just think,
1: yeah, I just think we're spitballing here when we talk about what's the future of these conferences because I don't think any of us know. Yeah, I don't think any of us know. I think that uh, ultimately, if you if what I think will happen, I think Gonzaga joins the Big Twelve. I think San Diego State joins the Pac-12. And I think this deal comes in about twenty-two million dollars for the Pac-12, and I think they're going to lose four schools.
0: There you go. Yeah, no, nah, I agree, and I think that, that's what I think happens. I, I, I think that you know, on the list of people who don't know would be J.D. Wicker as well. And I think that there are a lot of presidents out there who don't know what's going to happen, and I think that falls right squarely on George Klavkov's shoulders.
1: Yeah, and I think I think I've heard that overwhelmingly, and we've talked about this repeatedly about Gonzaga. I think we're we are. You know, we, we had the story first that Gonzaga has a verbal commitment Gonzaga. to you can join the conference. It's simply a matter of starting the process. I like join Gonzaga. The conference. I think everybody's waiting for this packed deal to come through because for the Big 12, you just need the packed deal to come through. Okay, then you're going to add Gonzaga. And I think truthfully, they covet Gonzaga in Arizona. Gonzaga. Based on the conversations that I've had with people in the Big 12. Yeah. TV industry people, the Big Twelve has talked a lot about Gonzaga and a lot about Arizona, and I I think it's just simply a matter of time. Yep. And I think all the rumor mongering only makes thing things worse. Um. In the in the Pac twelve, I think J D Wicker throwing gas on the fire yesterday was really stupid. Well, and I think people don't really know what to stupid.
0: do with silence. You know, it's kind of funny. Like, like, like it's. You would think it's easy to not say anything. You would think it'd be easy to show up to your office every day and just do whatever you do. And I think that's why don't. We,
1: don't, we, don't, we don't do like the rumor mill thing here. If we don't have it confirmed multiple ways, we don't talk about it. Yeah. And I think that's why, again, and I don't mind saying it, I, I have no problem standing on our track record of wrong versus right. Go figure it out. It's on the channel forever. Yeah. Uh, David Sebesta, Boise State can't sell out their own stadium. They struggle. It's exactly right, Spangler. Be the be the best you you can be. Well, thanks, Spangler. Join the army, uh, Connor Johnson. Everybody gonna need to downsize their stadium for real, dude. You're only you're only half joking. It, it it we here's the problem. I am telling you that the days of big money TV are over. They're they're over. Yeah. I think this Big Ten deal is the last mega TV deal you're gonna see. Because my opinion is that you're going to now have to create revenue streams and everybody's going to be like, all right, truck stop, conference, blow job, here it comes. <laughs> you're going to have to do what Brett Yormark's doing. I like Gonzaga. Why, when you know that Brett Yormark is is in in Mexico making deals, why wouldn't one of your Texans be one of the first teams to play there? Yeah. And Houston specifically. Why wouldn't they? I mean, it makes all the sense in the world. It is exactly the right move. Yeah. And if you can play games in in Mexico City and Monterey, Mexico, dude, home run revenue stream. Rucker Park revenue stream. Kansas City revenue stream. Like these these scheduling and these events and and if if you believe you know the 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 tea leaves and we've been hearing about major major preseason. You know, game scheduling and football and basketball revenue stream made for TV games where you can go to Amazon Prime Video and say, hey, look, we're going to put, you know, and you you pick your teams. We're going to put Alabama and TCU, uh, you know, at Jerry World and we're going to have a game and we want to put it on Amazon Prime. Yeah. All right, cool. Here's one hundred million dollars or whatever the number would be. Here's ten million dollars. Yeah. All right, cool. Revenue stream. Hey, by the way, we're also going to have our uh, conference-wide pro day at World revenue stream. What is that revenue stream in the, in the Pac-12? <coughs> What's that revenue stream in the ACC? They're all trying to figure out how to get out of the ACC.
0: Yeah, and I feel like these revenue streams just aren't that complicated. I, I mean, I, I, I love talking about what Brett Yormark's done, but I have to say I don't think he's reinventing the wheel here. I think he's just been the first one that's gotten – real aggressive with it and, and, you know, played offense instead of playing defense. And I think that's been, been kind of the difference And in, and yeah, I agree. If the sec or the big 10, you know, specifically in football wanted to go out and do this stuff, I think they could do it at a really high level. I I really believe that, but they're just not doing that. And that's why I think the big 10 getting such a, a fresh commissioner in there, you know, having that momentum, it'll, it'll be really interesting to see what Petiti does, with the conference and and what they decide to do as far as revenue streams because i agree i i think streaming is just being pushed so much that you're not able to ignore it anymore and and i'm certainly not sitting here saying that streaming is is taking over linear tv because i don't think that's the case at the conference level at all i think these conference leaders are older folks who know tv and are comfortable with it and don't know streaming and aren't comfortable with it so they're going to keep doing TV until they have to do streaming.
1: Because why wouldn't
0: they? Why wouldn't you, right? But my point is, is that at some point, it, the Brett, your marks of the world, people in general who are playing offense and getting creative, they're going to do Ooh, something eventually. Offense. Yeah, like they're going to do something eventually. Like they're going, to, they're going to take their shot down the seam, and eventually that's going to be a completion for a touchdown. And then all of a sudden, everyone's going to get on board, and they're like, oh, wow, man, man, why didn't we think of that? And it's like a, a, you know, $400 million deal with YouTube TV or
1: something. No, I mean, it would be like opening up the best barbecue equipment store like Barbecue Pit Stop did. Like, why didn't we think of it? not Why why didn't we think? I mean, we're just, you know. BBQPitStop.com. Logan, Leighton, Lehigh, Payson, St. George, and Murray. Barbecue Pit Stop, you hear that name? It's the best barbecue equipment in the business. Traeger, Yoder, Big Green Egg, Camp Chef. You name the equipment, they've got it. Barbecue Pit Stop. Best rubs, sauces, spices, seasonings. Barbecue Pit Stop. Best accoutrements. You need things like tongs. Pongs. Do you you need a wing rack? Do you need a pizza stone? You need spatulas, knives. Can you uh, measure um, it? Thermometers, digital thermometers. BarbecuePitStop.com you need really select cuts of meat barbecuepitstop.com they've got it all friends make sure you tell me you heard about it on the monty show uh shop local support small business bbqpitstop.com is the way to go um i i think it is really interesting how how many people you know bring up you know this the different revenue streams like the and i i lost it now but the the bathing ape the ape ba- the babe partnership. Somebody commented on that. Totally agree. Like they have a full clothing line um, that is in, in my opinion, is is really smart. It's really well done. It's in the it's in the mainstream, right? You you have the the event in Kansas City for the Big Twelve tournament. Yeah, where you had Shaq come in and DJ, and they're do, doing hip hop and R and B sets, and food and parties and dancing and concerts, and then they're playing basketball games. Yeah. Like, it, it makes a lot of sense to me. Two Masters says, come on, Tony A, going to be uh, too busy flipping through 20,000 graphs to have a coherent argument. I don't know what that means. I have no idea what that means, but that's fine. Mark Ruckert, 99% fact, Pac-10 teams want to stay together. 98% fact, most likely Pac-10 loses four to six teams. And, and when I say that, yeah, it's because I, I, I truly don't believe... That any Pac-12 president or university is like, man, I cannot wait to get out of this conference.
0: Well, think about it. I mean, they're like this group of friends that plays in the same sandbox. I
1: cannot wait to dump this joint. Like, there's not a Pac-12 president saying that. Yeah. I think with the research money, I think with the, this is the Rice versus Houston argument. Like, this is all of that. Yes. The money that is in this conference it, it, you can throw away the athletic budgets and they won't even miss that money because there's so much money to be thrown around it's but like i it, obviously we know intimately well the money that's being made at you know for instance a stanford yeah right i used to work in the bay area can be our 680 dude you want you want to talk leader. about
0: printing
1: oh my god you you look at the money that cal's making you look at the money that um you know utah makes on on medicine cancer huntsman like you health like the money that's being made at these universities it sports just doesn't matter do you understand the money that's being made in boulder like that that's why like the Dion hire was no big deal oh we were one in 11 last year yeah get deon sanders we can afford Ain't nothing, no smoke. i mean like it, it just it doesn't matter yeah dude it, it doesn't just, matter dude it just doesn't matter uh, Bob Holsey, the pack had even a $300 million offer. The discussion would be over. Kenzano and Wilner will spend it like $350 million. I, if you just got, and I'm just talking raw TV money. I'm not talking tournament money, college football playoff money, which, well, you haven't had that. But I'm just talking like, how much are you getting from your distribution deal? i think they're going to wind up at 22 million dollars
0: yeah and the thing is is it's that's not where good it's enough. at i think dude it's not good enough to be a 31 and a half or whatever after the tournament and after all the extra incentive money that you get for success in sports so that's not the conversation no. i mean we're talking about being at 31 i think that was a 31.7 is the exact number like being at 31.7 just on raw tv deal yeah. money and i think people you know, tend to forget that. I think I think people do two things in this conversation. One, when they're having the realignment conversation, they think that there's literally gonna be a flatbed pickup that moves the whole institution across the country. And that's not happening. They're all gonna be here. It's just painting the field a different color, man. And totally. and, and I, I look at that and I say, okay, in addition to that, you you think that that somehow the Big 12 is just is just gonna bring in anybody, right? Like you notice how how targeted and how strategic the institutions they brought in were like yes. it wasn't, you know, it wasn't some accident that they added wanted. Skyline Chili to the conference. I know, dude, they wanted to fart for
1: days and now they've got it. They're right? trying to get that fiber. Yeah, dude, right? like, no polyps, you know. bro. Uh, Dur hey, What's up, Dur hey? I have no idea if that's your name. Hey. Uh, did San Diego State truly hurt itself joining in conference by saying both the PAC and the Big 12 want us and we'll end up at one of them? Yeah, I, I don't think hurt is not the word that I would use surprised yes i think that everybody i've talked to about that quote and now i've talked to a lot of people about it everybody i've talked to about that quote was like yeah i'm not sure what he was thinking there ass. because all all jd wicker the athletic director at san diego state had to do was nothing nothing just enjoy old town go watch sunset up at la jolla then go down to old town los Coyotes Cafe. Get yourself some, some enchilada suiza, chips and salsa, peach margarita, frozen, no sugar on the rim, a little bit of lime though, and just chill. Enjoy your burkies and the tan line you get from wearing them, right? That's all you got to do. Yeah. That's all you got to do. But no, you had to insert yourself into the conversation. Yeah. And it's like, why would he do that? And it makes people wonder if he is either not talking to or at an impasse. With one of these two commissioners. That's what it makes you feel like. So the and the yeah. answer is I, I don't know what the answer is. Yeah. I'd love to understand what he was thinking doing that, but there are no commenting everybody.
0: Oh, well, and sometimes it's they weren't even thinking. They just he just said something, maybe he didn't even mean to say it. I
1: don't know. But by the way, JD Wicker, thank you for looking at my LinkedIn profile. I appreciated that. That was funny as hell. Yeah, it was. He looked at my LinkedIn profile.
0: Hey, listen, I mean it, it you know.
1: Look, I I, I think yeah, that hey, you're just the hacks on YouTube. Look, Fuck off. Nobody knows who you are. Yeah, that's Nobody, it, Skippy. That's cool. You Google research the best, you know, inch lot Anyway, my point is, he, JD Wicker looked at my LinkedIn. profile.
0: Yeah, you know how it tells you on LinkedIn. Oh, uh, Jimmy the douchebag looked at your LinkedIn profile. I just think it's funny. Literally says
1: JD Wicker. I just think it's funny. Yeah, that's all. I I don't you're know. casual. We'll see. I I I think all of this is. All this is all of this is hyperbole until something happens. Yeah, and I consider and tell you what my sources told me. Sources: Skyline Chili is awfully high in cholesterol. Uh, I I I just think that guys like J D Wicker should sit in silence. That's mm-hmm. just me. Go Tigers! Well, Monty, there is heavy smoke out of ACC country. The Clemson, Florida State, North Carolina uh, lawyers are ready to challenge the grant of rights in a friendly court jurisdiction. Well, well. knock yourself out, kid. You signed a contract. <clears throat> <clears throat> signed a contract, uh, Ryan Fair. Does the Big Twelve want Nova and UConn, or is that just online gossip? I think everybody wants UConn. Yeah, and I think UConn wants a Big Ten, not Nova Creighton. Creighton Creighton makes a lot more sense. Villanova is a hell of a brand. I I don't think anybody doubts that, but Creighton is somebody that they have absolutely been looking at. Yeah, and it's been it's kind it's been kind of crazy. That, that everybody, you just have to wait this thing out. You have to wait this thing out, and and, and honestly, I, I don't even say this tongue in cheek, as seriously I, as I can say it. The best way to pass time is is eating a taco grande pizza.
2: Hi, I'm Kylie, and I make fresh delicious Papa Murphy's pizza. Uh, hi, I'm Zach, and
0: I make the Papa Murphy's pizza.
2: Sure, that's take and bake. We built it with the freshest ingredients. You bake it fresh in your oven.
0: By you, you mean me, so technically, I make the pizza.
2: Super good pizza, Kylie. Oh, Kylie. So good. Right now, enjoy big time taco flavors on a pizza with the limited time taco grande. Papa Murphy's. Change the way you pizza.
1: Water. Water rice. Water rice. Uh, yeah. Use the promo code monti 25 to get 25% <laughs> off your purchase. Of $25 or more at Papa Murphy's Pizza. And you guys, don't forget the take and bake chocolate chip cookies. God. The best part. Damn. The best part. They are good. They are very good. Yeah. Um, thanks to our friends at Papa Murphy's Pizza. Download the mobile app. It's a super easy, as bestest, no doubt about it way uh, to get your Papa Murphy's Pizza. The Matsu Show, as always, is presented by our good friends at The Advocates. Uh Utah Advocates. Uh, is your um, best injury attorneys in the business, and I think when you look at um, you know where the where where injuries are at this time of year, there's there's seriousness, and when you look at uh, you know when you look at the way that I don't know motorcycles, scooters, bicycles are treated on our roadways. I'm being serious with you guys. If you have kids, put on helmets, please. The advocates remind you, put on your bicycle helmets, put on your motorcycle helmets, put on your scooter helmets, please. The roads are so busy this time of year and there's so little respect on those roadways. Please be careful, please be careful. But if you get into an accident, if somebody hits you while you're riding your motorcycle, that's not your fault. You didn't deserve to get in that accident, but you do deserve an attorney who can fight for you, an advocate, without paying them a penny, until they win your case that's how the advocates do business the advocates.com and listen yeah for sure if you got hurt at work i know a lot of people ask me about workman's comp at at the advocates they're the best in the business in my opinion at it they've seen everything and when you get hurt at work or you get hurt on a motorcycle or you get hurt driving your car there's a very specific way that you need to go about your business to make sure that you get every penny you deserve Chat with them online for free. Don't take my advice. Chat with an attorney live online for free right now at theadvocates.com because if you've been sitting here saying to yourself, man, you know, should I, do I need an attorney? Yes. Should I call an attorney? Yes, absolutely should. The Advocates at theadvocates.com. Make sure you tell them you heard about it. On the Monty Show and Donuts um, says, I'm on the fence about adding to the Monty Golf Fund without an update.
0: An update on what?
1: See, the Monty Golf Fund, we're going through it really quickly because I am terrible at golf. That's all I will say about it. My The Monty Golf Fund has not been, um, hit, well, it has not been well-stocked. see. You know. <laughs> dude, I had a rough back nine on Sunday. I had a rough back nine. I got to get rid of this chicken wing swing. I'm going to the range tonight. Be doing some chipping and some putting, really working on my chipping technique. So, you want to contribute Do that, man? That's all good. Uh, Truck stop Gumby says Monty Woods soon. That's right. I am telling you, I will, I will break par on on the Muni, on the Muni par three this summer. Some point or another, I will break par. There is just no doubt about that.
0: A uh, bit of breaking news uh, officially: Hemi Butler is out.
1: Himmy Butler is out. Uh, coming up here in about 30 minutes, it'll be Monty Makes You Money. You know on the show, uh, we generally will bring you uh, the basketball lines as they happen. Monty Makes You Money. Um, that's a big deal because it's Heat and Knicks tonight. Um, Knicks are 6.5, 207. I think we all knew Himmy was going to be out. Bro,
0: I thought you said the line is only 207.
1: It is. The over-under is 207. And that might have shifted Whatever. now. Um, and by the way, we're waiting on the NBA most valuable player to be given to Joel Embiid tonight. Yeah. Um, c- Cause seriously, seriously. Yeah. You're yeah. not, you're not giving that to Nikola yeah. Jokic. Right. Nah, bro. It's going to Joel Embiid. <laughs> So just waiting for that announcement tonight, two big games in the NBA, Miami Heat at New York Knicks, the Lakers at the Golden State Warriors. Look at that line is only four and a half. Yeah, dude, if you are not betting the Lakers plus four and a half, I don't know. You should never bet again. Right. You should never bet again. Right. I mean, it's just not in my, in my opinion, that is the only way that you can bet that. Yeah because I don't think you can trust the the Golden State Warriors now after going 7 games with the uh, Sacramento Kings. And I thought the Kings were spectacular until they weren't. Yeah. And Keegan Murray clearly ran out of gas, but I think there's no way that you can bet the until you see it. I don't think there's any way you can bet the Golden State Warriors in this series.
0: Yeah. We'll see. I mean, I think that the size is going to be the biggest issue, you know. And and obviously you know, they're not going to have the Keegan Murrays running out of gas or the lights being too bright. I mean, those guys are well used to it.
1: Yeah, I think we'll see. We'll see. Yeah. Jeremy Callahan, is the Monty Golf Fund kind of like the uh, trapezoid on bust and Loose? Bust, yeah. I mean, I don't know what that's a reference to. Yeah, I don't sure. –
0: sorry, bro. I don't – you know. You know. Hammy,
1: Whatever. Better Call Saul says Hammy Butler. That's right. That's right. Ha- hammy – he said Hammy Butler. Hammy Butler, Right you know that works for me dude you know where I am big 12 mafia you're home for all things big 12 he's the big 12 so he said you know where I am
0: so you're you're probably in the you know the uh, breakfast burrito heat heat rack in the truck stop yeah let me hold on here let me get a friend to help you here Fly
1: over oh somebody's at the door Somebody's at the door. Okay. Oh, look, it's Dionne Warwick, the celebrity psychic. Uh, that's the best psychic I could come up with. Let's see. Mm, I see in the flyover conference, I have a view from an airplane. And I see a flying jay. And all of a sudden, out of nowhere, I smell Skyline Chili. Oh, wait, I farted. Uh, anyway, the point is... <laughs> I got nothing for you. Yeah. I got nothing for you. Uh, let's see. Fan, Ryan Fair says rock, chalk, and bead. He he, he will win it. He will win it. Uh, Jaron Echols says, where do you guys play golf? Well, right now, uh, Mulligans, um, the one in Glenmore. South Jordan way on the other side of, yeah, Glenmore Golf Course yeah. uh, is a good one for us. Canyons Golf, once the snow melts and they're rocking and rolling, Canyons Golf, as always, uh, we will almost... Pretty much exclusively play C- Canyons golf. The course is just yeah, amazing. Yeah, they just
0: need to open the damn course already, man. Yeah. Let's go.
1: Yeah. Let's go. Snow mother nature and stuff. Uh, but Canyons golf is our official golf course. Love love our guy Darren Ingram up there. Uh, one of the best teaching pros in the state of Utah. Uh, just Utah. Love, love that dude's spirit. He's a, he's a United States military veteran, which we appreciate. And they have a beautiful course. So, uh, yeah, that's generally where we play golf. Uh, Mark Ruckard says, not happy the Jazz handed Lakers a playoff run. They didn't. They didn't. Uh, but really sucks more that they helped the Wolves avoid the lottery. The lottery pick this year, very likely better than future Laker pick. Listen, all the Jazz have to do is end up in the top 10, and they're going to get a flipping massively impactful player. Yeah. I, 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 like To me, this makes a lot of sense. Yeah. Just get in the top 10. Uh, Jim Choi says, Monty is driving a cart on a par-3 course. Do you know the par three course we're talking about? Do you understand why we do that? You don't clearly understand. First of all, it's a course full of golf balls. Half the course is literally yeah. covered in a driving range. Yeah. Covered in a driving range. And we actually don't dry, ride the whole course. We actually take turns walking, but it's, it, it's the court. If you don't know the course, like it's a, it's a thing you have to, you, you Yeah. It's the worst golf course I've ever played on. It is, it's brutal. I am more concerned about breaking my ankle, walking on that course from potholes. And trust me, there's a reason you don't walk that par three. But it's it, it literally, I think from one to nine is 45 minutes. Like it's a tiny course. You would have no reason not to walk it. Yeah, You have no reason not to walk it. So I think I'm never gonna play that par three again. I might find a different one, but we're playing the whatever it is the uh, the, yeah, they, the they full call nine. It, yeah
0: they call it like the executive or
1: whatever the the large whatever it is yeah
0: the larger one that's like they have a couple par fives and like it's a you know it's a right it's a normal length course basically but, but
1: I'm telling you. This par three is the worst par three course you have ever the, seen. The
0: thing I'm hoping for, and we'll get back on track here in a minute, but the thing I'm hoping for is that the greens on the bigger course are are usable. That's serviceable. The one, that's the one thing I don't like about this par three is that like I'm not good at putting, and those greens don't help me get better at putting. Like all I'm I mean, asking half the for, green
1: is is dirt. Yeah, I'm not like, even literally. joking. Half the on the on the driving range on the first four holes, which are all driving range, yeah. Dude, you know, I really want not to, even the know. Scotty Cameron can help.
0: Yeah, well, I'll need to reach out to my boy, Darren at Canyon and see what their opening date's going to be. But I'd really be curious to see, you know, just how nice Canyon's going to be because I think that it's like, we already know it's crazy good. But like when you play a crap par three, you know, and you're playing like these not great courses, and then you go up and play a really nice course. Yeah. It's just so it's just such
1: a great experience. Yeah. Uh Jaron Eccles says, What's a guy gotta do to play around with you guys? DM me. Be patient. Um, and Donuts gives us a five-dollar tip and says, Okay, I'm in. Swing for the pin, Monty.
0: Hey, Monty. <laughs> we
1: try, man. <laughs> Keaton Critchlow. If this was the course in shorts, yikes. Yes, it was the course in shorts. It was. It was. Dude. We, you know, you know, the funny thing is we
0: intentionally didn't do a lot of putting videos because the greens were so bad. Yeah. Like that's how bad they are.
1: You'll notice if you follow me on Instagram or Twitter, all my putting videos are at Glenmore in South Jordan because the putting green, Mrs. Monty got herself a, a, a new putter and why can't I not Odyssey think, Odyssey, thank you. She got an odyssey OG, a white hot OG. And so we were working on putting on Sunday and we made all our putting videos on at, at Glenmore. Because you you can't make putting videos Glenmore's, at this golf
0: Glenmore is a pretty nice course for being a Muni, Yeah,
1: but you can never get on on the weekends. They're booked yeah. like weeks in advance. It's brutal. Yeah. Anyway. Uh, Mike M. I love seeing Dylan Brooks on the Blazers. They could use some attitude in defense. Okay. Okay. <laughs> 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 this Dylan Brooks thing. This situation. Did you guys hear about this? Did you guys hear about this? If you haven't, uh, or if you have, you should hit the like button. Uh, we're at 2,000 views and we have 123 likes. We always like to get to Keep uh, up the pace. 200 likes during the show, so we appreciate that. Please hit the like button if you have not. The Memphis Grizzlies have told Dylan Brooks he won't be back with the club under any circumstance.
0: Which was trending on Twitter today. Quote, any under any circumstance.
1: Under any circumstance, he will not be back. Yeah which is amazing. And I say it's about time because I am telling you, as sure as we are sitting here talking about this, the Memphis Grizzlies need, and I I hate this word, they need a culture change. I know, with The strippers, the guns, the mouthing off, the, you know, I want to play you this, I want to play you this Draymond Green video because I, 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 again, I feel like I have been defending Draymond Green for, for several weeks now, but it's amazing to me When you listen to Draymond Green talk about Dylan Brooks, just how right on Draymond Green is. If you ever wondered
3: why the Memphis Grizzlies is not ready to compete for a championship, look no further than this idiot
1: right here. They're actually depending on this guy to help them win a championship. And he says his game is cool. Quite frankly, that just shows how little you know about basketball. And yet, y'all, you running around talking about a dynasty? The dynasty starts after you, not with you. I mean, I don't even, how else do you say that? There's no other, you don't need to say anything else. Yeah. That's it. It's over. You don't need to, the dynasty doesn't start with you, Dylan Brooks. It starts after you because you're such a POS. And you look at Draymond and say what you want about Draymond Green. And I understand that people hate Draymond. They don't respect Draymond. That dude's got four rings that dude's got defensive player of the year, that dude's got Olympic medals, like that dude has won everything that you can win in basketball. Pretty much, he's won everything that you can win. And when you're Dylan Brooks and you're going after a guy like LeBron James, who by some people's opinion is the best player ever, he's not, but by some people's opinion, he's the greatest player ever. And without question, he's the all-time leading scorer in both the regular season and the playoffs. The guy's got rings, the guy's got MVPs, like everything you want, LeBron James has it. And you're calling him old and admitting you like to poke the bear? Do you guys understand that that was the high watermark of the postseason for the Memphis Grizzlies? They never never went back to that level. And it's all about Dylan Brooks, who can't shoot threes, who can't make layups, who straight up talked about how, oh, you got to keep LeBron going to his left. I don't understand why people let him get to his right. Well, what did LeBron James do to end the Memphis Grizzlies? Went left-handed and put a layup in over Dylan Brooks. Yeah. You can't talk. And I think one of the things that, that really bothers me about this is I think this is what is pervasive in children's activities now. And I mean, chess club, there was a video on TikTok a couple of months ago, maybe six months ago, of this kid winning a chess match, flipping the table and doing like the DX crotch cross thing. At a chess tournament. We're like, you look at some of this stuff and you look at sports and you look at basketball and baseball and you look at celebrating home runs by stopping before you touch third base with guys who have never won anything. And you have these kids in AAU that want to mouth off and you have like the Mikey Williams of the world that, you know, like Mikey Williams, this amazing basketball player who now may have put his future in jeopardy with a gun crime. Like you look at all this stupidity and it's got Dylan Brooks and John Morant written all over it. We talked a bunch of, uh, of we talked a bunch of smoke. Mm-hmm. Even though John Morant's famous for saying, I ain't talking no smoke, bro. Mm-hmm. Ain't talking no smoke. But yet, what did you do when you lost? You didn't meet with the media. You didn't answer questions. You got fined and then you met with the media. Just all person tennis, yeah. Like, it is a soft person tendency after you add hooker crotch on your face with a gun to your head. Like, is that really who Memphis is? Came City, back now. City of Memphis is way better than that. So this whole idea of not having Dylan Brooks back with the, the Memphis Grizzlies is exactly the right tact, in my opinion.
0: Yeah, no, I completely agree. And I think, you know, it's so funny, Draymond has the perspective of four championships, you know, and I, and I think you know, that doesn't, that doesn't make him, you know, the greatest of all time or anything that doesn't make him anything special, but I think it makes him a hell of a player. I think it makes him, you know, you just can't question him because he's won so much. And, and I think that that's what Dylan Brooks doesn't understand. You, you're quite literally barking up the wrong tree here with LeBron. Like LeBron is better than you. And, and it would be one thing if, you know, you held LeBron to a 10 point game and, exactly. and he was like one of 15 or like you had some ridiculous defensive performance on LeBron but that didn't happen and he did dominate you and he did end you and 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 he was talking smack to you before the game, which most people believe was the end of the series right when that happened. and And I just I don't know how else you get around this. And I think Dylan Brooks has created a reputation for himself that I'm not even sure he was trying to create. And yet here we are.
1: Here the yeah. hell we are. Yeah, I don't know, man. I, I think it is. I think it's wild, in my opinion. Yeah. I think it's absolutely wild. Uh, 15 past the hour. First of all, I cannot forget to say this. Um, happy birthday to Kayla Cavanaugh uh, of Draper, Utah. Her dad listens to the show every day. And they listen to the show, usually driving to or from gymnastics or softball practice. So, Kayla is today 12 years old. Let's go. So, happy birthday to you, my little princess. It is so good to know that you guys listen to the show. Thank you for being one of our biggest fans. Um, they are Grizzlies fans. And by the way, the Utah Grizzlies season ended last night in overtime again uh, in Idaho. Uh, they're huge Grizzlies fans. Jake and I actually met her dad. Uh, When he was here at one of the Grizzlies games, but always big shout outs. We appreciate everybody who listens to the show uh, in the car or at home, wherever you are. Thank you for that. Appreciate it. Uh, Also want to remind you about our summer promotion before we get to money makes you money um, that we are doing with our good friends at Big O Tires and American Fork. Now, make sure you find Big O Tires and American Fork on social media uh, Twitter and Instagram, of course. Here's their Twitter page: Big O A, uh, Big af F Eight. Go tag one of their posts. Hey, I heard about you on the Monte Show, and you were instantly, instantly entered in for your chance to join us at the RSL match on June 10th against NYFC in the Zag Club. You get a pre-game on-field warm-up experience. So you get to go on the field with RSL before the game and watch him warm up. You get a gourmet catered meal, all you can eat, all you can drink. Alcohol is separate. Uh, So obviously you get a ticket to the game. You get VIP parking. You get free gourmet meal catered. Uh, You get a great seat to the game at midfield. And you get to hang out with me, Jake, and Mrs. Monty. And perhaps Jake's now, because you guys are officially boyfriend-girlfriend, she may even come to the match with us. That's right, T. Do you want to guarantee yourself a spot? Because there are only going to be 12 spots. Yeah, it's small. Do you want to guarantee yourself a spot to see RSL and NYFC with Monty and Jake? Well, then all you have to do, my friends, is go and buy a set of tires or get your car fixed at American uh, Big O Tires and American Fork. Mm-hmm. That's all you have to do. Say, hey, I heard about you guys on the Monty Show. I need to buy tires. Hey, I need a lube oil filter. Hey, my check engine light's on. Hey, I need a brake job. Whatever you need, car repair, American Fork, Big O Tires. That's where you're going. Because our guy Ryan at Big O Tires and American Fork does it all. Mm -hmm. And you know what I love about Ryan at American Fork, Big O Tires? He's a small business owner. He's a guy that grinds for his family. He's a guy that's built a business for himself with Big O Tires as the brand. But he gives you such great customer service that you want to keep going back. And I know it's Big O Tires. You're thinking, well, Monty, what do you mean lube oil filter? He does it all. Yes. Not just tires, brakes, brakes alignments oil changes flushes fluids transmissions motors you name it he does it
0: you got a razor you got an off-road vehicle he can do your suspension absolutely he can, he can put Suspe- great tires absolutely on it suspension, suspension lifts like literally they do everything and, and again you know, we tell you guys all the time that we like to partner with uh, local business owners, and Ryan is just that. Ryan owns his big O tires. Um, yep. You know, he employs obviously people in the community, and I think that's that's what we're trying to do on the show. So I would really appreciate it if you went on Twitter or Instagram, found him, uh, Big O Tires in American Fork, uh, and just reach out to him. And again, you know, you can auto bid your way into this thing. Go get a set of tires from Ryan at Big O Tires in American Fork, and you're good to go, right? That's exactly that's that, right. It's that easy.
1: Yeah, and I, I just, you guys, in this economy, and I think we all know we've talked about it, you, you've got to support small business. You've got to support the people that prop up our communities. And I think when you look at the, the companies that we do business with on this show, there's no better example of that than Bucked Up uh, Bucked Up Energy. You know, the, 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 the Gardeners, they're in Lehigh. You look at Barbecue Pit Stop. You look at the advocates, you look at Papa Murphy's Pizza owners, you look at Darren Ingram at Canyons Golf, local guy. You look at Ryan at Big O Tires and American Fork. That's a guy that's just trying to support his family, trying to grow his brand. He's a big supporter of BYU football. If you're a BYU fan, go check out his Instagram. You're gonna see Zach Wilson brought his Porsche in there, got new shoes for it. Yes, yes, yes. Unbelievable guy. Tell him you heard about it on the Monty Show. So to qualify, to go to the rsl MYFC match with us in the Zag Club, all you have to do is comment, and you may win your spot. But if you want to get in, go spend money with Big O Tires and American Fork. Uh, and then, hey, tell us you did that, and we will, uh, we'll hook it up. You'll be in with us. Brandon Butler says, the Zag Suite is worth it, brothers and sisters. Do the thing. Support the show sponsor. And sup, fellas. Brandon what's up, Butler, man? what's up, my guy? What's up, man? So, Brandon, you're going to be at the match? Are you going to say hello or what? Yeah. Let's Please. do it. Connor Johnson says, I hope after the pack ads in the Mountain West and ACC backfill that we are with done with realignment. Yeah, good luck with that. Yeah. Because that's not going to happen. All right. Yeah. Um, As far as the Dylan Brooks situation, real quick. Mm-hmm. Does he sign with somebody? Is he somebody that – because I think somebody will pick him up. Absolutely. I don't know who that is because you got to have – you got to have some brass. You got to have a big set of balls, in my opinion. You got to have really good veteran leadership. I could see him on a mid table team in the West. Uh-huh. I could see him in a. I don't think he works in Sacramento because I still think there is a chemistry problem in Sacramento. There's something just. Yeah, you mean
0: Sabonis is
1: soft? Yeah, but you're right. he, 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 and maybe soft is the right word. Maybe soft is the exact right word. Do you on, view
0: this season as a failure?
1: On uh, not Arvidas Sabonis, right? Like Demontis Sabonis, something's wrong there, right? Keegan Murray, okay, you're a rookie, but something's not right there. Just soft person Tennessee. They, they need like Harrison Barnes, like they need Harrison Barnes, but better. Yeah, more veteran, more alpha, right? I could absolutely see teams like Houston passing on Dylan Brooks. Right. I could see him fitting in on a hundred different teams in the East. Yeah. Like if you go to Miami. Yep. If you go to Milwaukee, I could absolutely see Dylan Brooks being, being a Milwaukee buck. Yep. Because there's zero tolerance on clubs like that.
0: And he's not even close to the best player. No. No. Which I think was the other problem. In his mind, he was close to the top of that roster.
1: But I think when you look at um, you look at the situation with like a Jay Crowder in Milwaukee, Dylan Brooks is a younger, more athletic Jay Crowder. Yeah, but he's not the leader and he's not experienced like Jay Crowder is. So it'll be interesting to see where a guy like Dylan Brooks ends up. By the way, by the way, we are waiting for the announcement to come down on the NBA MVP. As soon as that happens, obviously we're going to bring that to you guys right here on the show. And really, what we're saying is we're waiting for Joel Embiid to be named MVP. Right. Because if he's on not, if he's not, I'm telling you, I'm going to throw a tantrum and do nothing.
0: As opposed to
1: nothing, nothing. But well, no one's going to disrespect me. Was I'm that... not afraid to die. Was that James Harden? When I die, I'm going to paradise. Jake, what does that graphic right there say?
0: Uh, James Harden humiliates Monty.
1: That's not what that says. That says James Harden <laughs> humiliated Jake. Uh-huh. Now, you slandered James Harden on the show yesterday. Yeah.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: Yep. The Philadelphia Sixers win game one. Mm-hmm. 119 to 115 in Baston. Is this the dagger? And James Harden scored 45 points. 45-piece 45 nugget. Six dimes. Seven of 14 from three. Yeah. You want to apologize? Like how do you want to how you're do you want to do You are not want to catch
0: that? me saying sorry. How do you want to do, my opinion How do you on want to James make Harden? it right? I'm not making anything because right, dude. I mean I feel no. like I feel no. like
1: you were you're kind of sitting here naked on this James Harden thing. Wh- what what is that while, mean? While I agree he probably probably has bed bugs hiding in his beard. I don't disagree with that. Mm-hmm. The guy carried the Philadelphia 76ers past the mighty Boston Celtics Is this the dagger? oh my god it turns out not so much James Harden carried the Philadelphia 76ers this was after you multiple times told him he had a fat ass and he's not that guy anymore pal yeah he is first team
0: all fat ass and he has been for like five years right fat, but if
1: you can score fat, 45 points nobody fat. cares what you have for yeah dinner. I don't care if you're a little husky if the ball goes in the hole hey all of us has worn size husky jeans as a teenager.
0: Yeah, look, Tubby. If it goes in the hole, you're you know,
1: good. Nobody cares how many snacks you have. Yeah, nobody cares that you and eat. James got the snacks at the club, you but know nobody what I mean? cares. Yeah, that yeah you I know eat. what time it is. Toaster strudel for breakfast, lunch, and dinner.
2: I'm a carb eating motherfucker,
1: right? Nobody cares, James, because you had 45 points. But are you going to apologize to James Harden? I and mean, I think you should. I feel like you should. You should yeah, please respect my privacy. One, next you question. should come out. But two, you should come out and apologize. Yeah, next question and be humble so i'm just going to single you up the floor is yours bro
0: i'm not going to apologize to james harden bro i'm not doing it now i will say that i did not give him the credit he deserves yesterday that was a hell of a performance yesterday
1: okay anyway are you ready to apologize <laughs> to, uh, <laughs> no. i i thought you were going to apologize no
0: i'm not apologizing to dude apologize to Apologies that man apologize to
1: that man Ap- <laughs> Okay, I'm going to give you another chance.
0: So, like I was saying, I'm not going to apologize to James Harden. I'm not- Listen,
1: I'm sorry. We what? had technical difficulties. Uh, let me tell you what, that I'll turn your microphone back on if you... Schemers trying to control their little worlds. Anyway, but speaking of James Harden, let yeah. me talk about NBA officiating real quick. because this is gnarly. Well, well, well. This was not called a foul. This right here was not called a foul, and you will notice that that is Marcus Smart. In the landing zone of James Harden, who lands on Smart's foot, they did not call this a foul. You'll also notice the official standing right there putting his hand up to signal a three-point play Mm -hmm. that this is a legitimate three-point shot yet does not blow the whistle for a foul on a priority call this year.
0: Well, and I, and I think what's really interesting about officiating right now is notice what he, it kind of appears what he's looking at. He's not looking down at their feet. He's looking up at their hands, and I think this is a problem that officials need to address. He's standing right there, and you would think, well, how can he not see their feet? But the game is so fast that if you're not looking in the right spot, you will miss this call. Stop it. You will.
1: This is a foul. You're a professional official. You should have called this a foul. But you cannot tell me, before we get to the Celtics, you can't tell me that the NBA didn't want the Celtics to win this game. The NBA wants a long, drawn out series. Oh, yeah. That's what the NBA wants, right? Like, there's no doubt about that. Like, this is, this? they're without the MVP of the NBA.
0: Yeah, the NBA wants the playoffs to go as long as possible. There's no question about that.
1: Oh, stop. Ruff's official, being Ruff's official. Embiid sits out the biggest games. When did that happen? He sits out the biggest games. So, like, load managing? Joel Embiid didn't load manage for 20 seconds this season. What are you talking about? He sits out biggest games. And I'm I'm certainly hoping that you're not referring to his current status now where he has torn uh, knee cartilage. And you're trying to say that he's sitting out the biggest games. Yeah. He played 66 games this year. See, like, you're... Uh, Ruff's like, he, you just get exposed when you say stupid stuff. Like look at right. me. But speaking of which, do you believe... That the NBA wanted Boston to win this game.
0: Uh yeah. I mean I think I I honestly I believe they wanted a close game. That's what I think. I think because it's Boston and Philly and there was no real way to kind of, you know, forecast that Joel was going to be well, out. Yeah. I think I think the NBA wants a close game and, and yeah, sure. I mean if you want Boston to win game one, cool. Whatever. I actually think it's better for the series if Philly wins game one, because now you're gonna have a long series. Right? It's not this situation in phoenix where denver's up 2-0 and it looks like the series is over and devin booker's having to sit on some dais and talk about how the series isn't over right like on the east coast where they actually play long series yeah they you have a seven gamer cooking after one game here like if you think about it if philly somehow some way finds a way to win game two which i'd be surprised about but if they were to do that that's no way. That's ideal. No
1: way. It's ideal. No way does Philly win two in a row in Boston.
0: I can't believe it. No but, way. But again, I'm the same guy who who felt like, hey, like, yeah, I think Harden's gonna have a big night, but I don't think that's gonna be no enough to beat way. the Celtics. And then what do we get?
1: Dude, I I will I will drink bucked up if they win both games, and if they don't, um, I would just be stunned by that. But one other thing I want to talk about. Did you guys see? Did you guys see the situation with the Boston bench? Marcus Smart is on the bench, mm-hmm. and there's a foul call on the floor, and he gets up and runs past Joe Mazzulla, the head coach of the Celtics, and puts himself in the game. Look at and Mazzulla's like, "What are you doing? Does he stop him? No, Just goes into the game. Like I think, and you look at the situation last night." Where Brown only is is takes ten shots, Jalen Brown, the entire game, twenty three points, eight of ten from the floor, four of four from the line. Really, not much. Uh, and, and it's weird to say it; he wasn't much of a factor. Yeah, not much of a factor in a game that now, the worst part of this is it allows Joe Joe Embiid to rest this knee more. Yes. He doesn't have to rush back for game two. Now he can sit until they go back to Philly. And it, it just smacks of a team that has no leadership. That you only get Jalen Brown for 10 shots, Tatum, who should have the most shots, 25 shots. And you got 20 points out of Malcolm Brogdon, who took 16 shots. Malcolm Brogdon had 16 I'm shots mad. off the bench. <laughs> And Jalen Brown only had 10? And, and Malcolm Brogdon had 16. Know your role and shut your mouth. And by the way, Jalen Brown was a minus two for Ooh. 23 points. It's, it's amazing. Yeah. And the other issue was they didn't play a lick of defense. Um, Not a, a – they had 63 – the Sixers had 63 points at the half.
0: This is that is the biggest problem. I agree the Joe Missoula thing is, uh, is a problem. No yeah. doubt. It is. It's a huge problem. Yes. But, but ultimately, this Boston team on paper is twice the team Philly is, in my opinion. The problem is, is they don't translate to the floor. They do give up 60 points to a team that's missing their best player. They do mm. give up, like, they do not perform when they should and yeah. now it's going to be this whole thing where they have to win this second game and joel is going to sit you know as long as he can dude i wouldn't play joel honest to god i wouldn't play this guy until game four till after that first home game in philly i yeah, would literally I sit him as long as i could because he has played 66 games he has played multiple games in the yeah. regular season where he had 50 plus minutes like he's played a ton of minutes so to me i just i, I look at boston and i'm like dude this goes all the way back to the tatum and lebron chest bump all those years ago yeah, i mean th- does. like this team has been this team has been coming up short uh for years now and and i love my guy stuff but Steph dropping whatever that was, 50, you know, in game four last year in the finals is absolutely unacceptable if you're Boston. That's just not good enough. And and that's why I say there's this whole list of occasions where Boston has just simply not been good enough. Yeah. I picked them last night because I felt like, okay, yeah, this team has a propensity to choke the game away repeatedly. At the same time, though, Joel is sitting, so they should get into the bonus and, you know, it should make a living at the line and everything should be cool. No, yeah. that it wasn't good enough last night for Boston. And I just was I, take nothing away from James. In all seriousness, dude had a hell of a night. Showed up for his team like He
1: really did. Everything. He really did, yeah. Everything in all seriousness. that
0: you could that you could want James Harden did for you last night. And I have to say, I'm not a huge James Harden guy, but my god, it was fun watching the guy fill it up, dude, because it, it, he is one of the most enjoyable guys to watch when he's in kill mode, and he was all night last night. So, he, he deserves a lot of credit, but I'm just—I—I I almost feel sick and tired uh, of talking about the Boston Celtics not getting the job done. It's crazy to me.
1: Yeah, I agree. Totally agree. Dale Donuts, FYI, guys. I'm taking Florida over Toronto tonight. You have Stop. big balls, dude. Dale Donuts. I think you're on like three Dale Donuts. Toronto's winning that game. The line on that game.
0: Toronto, another team that has a propensity to choke it away.
1: Yeah, they do. Uh, year after year. Toronto is at home in their minus 195. There's no way Florida's winning that game. There, there is just no way. Not, not the way that. That's game one, isn't it? Yes. Yes. Not the way that William Nylander's playing. I, yeah. I, I, don't, uh, I don't think so. And that, the domination, the domination with which Toronto dispatched Tampa. Yeah. Come on now. Like in in the the two one overtime win and I'm just I mean the, the way that Tavares has played for them I, I just Loss don't see him yeah and and you know they have two I mean I don't know. Samsonov has been pretty good as well, like nine sixty nine save percentage. Like I know
0: I, we don't talk a lot of NHL playoffs on this show. I watch, I a lot. love me some NHL playoffs,
3: man.
1: Yep, Delambo says Harden is in, is a time machine. He turned back the clock, seriously. dude. Seriously, seriously, you remember when we saw him at? I can't remember that bar in Scottsdale. We were there doing a radio. Oh, uh, um, oh, my God. The one where they're all dressed up like mountain yes, girls. Yes. And the racks uh, are all hanging Twin out. Twin Peaks. Twin Peaks. Yes. He's backed in the corner in his Bentley, leaves it running in a, like 105 degree temperature outside. and He's just inside drinking beer and eating wings. Was unbelievable, Rick Forrester, Two teams I hate the most: Lakers and Celtics. Yeah. Spangler says Jokic 69 game played this year, Embiid 66. That's what I'm saying. Like it's not like Embiid misses a bunch of time. Yeah, McKinley Cutler. Anyone know uh, will Embiid be back at all this year? I heard that his injury was bad enough to need surgery. They're talking about Game Three. They are targeting him to return, but now there's no onus for him to return. Yeah. So, and the other thing they've talked about is, hey, do we just Do we use a brace? Do we, and I, as somebody that's had a lot of cartilage issue in my knee, because I don't have an ACL in my left knee. So I've had a lot of cartilage issue. You don't get over that until you get it fixed. So if that's what it is, and they haven't said specifically what it is, but if he's got a cartilage tear in that knee, dude, it's incredibly painful. Yeah. Uh, Keaton Critchlow, sorry, Jake, but you got to eat a crow sandwich.
0: Yeah, I have no problem saying that I hate on Harden. I do. I think the guy. This is well, the first actually, time. Well,
1: actually, you said he sucks and he'll never score another basket. I didn't say that, but this is the first
0: time in his career where I feel like he's been truly clutch in the playoffs. I mean, there have been a number of times. Uh, again, and I know his time in Houston was ages ago. Now it absolutely was, but you know, even 0 for go for
1: sixty-one on yeah, three-pointers, all for
0: twenty-seven against the Warriors that one night, or like in Brooklyn, he just wasn't that guy. And I almost, honestly, to be fair to James. I almost write off his time in Brooklyn because it was just such a just drama a, filled yeah. mess. So let's just throw the Brooklyn stuff out. The the thing that I don't cut him slack on is the not getting it done against the Warriors when Steph was playing on one ankle and you know Chris Paul had gone out. It was like, all right, dude, James, it's your time. This is your opportunity to show you're an alpha. And he didn't do it. Now, that said, whatever buddy's name is who commented, I'm happy to eat the crow sandwich. I said he wouldn't. I said he have a big game, but I thought they would lose. And they proved me wrong. So I'm happy to be wrong on it.
1: I am. Connor says solid haircut, Jake. Thanks. My boy Jay Toffin knows what's good. DeLambo, Celtics and six 76ers are going to fall apart. Salty drunk. Hey, Salty. Good to see you, dude. Uh, yeah. And while you're at it, apologize for that shirt, Jake.
0: I Actually, it's one of my wow. favorite shirts, dude.
1: It's a Tiger Woods golf shirt. Yeah, so piss off. Connor says, maybe you're losing weight. No, Jake is fat as... F-
0: yeah, I'm first team all fat ass with James
1: Harden. <laughs> Stick to your guns, Jake, Cougar Track says. Yeah. Fat! Connor Johnson, it's better than the waiter button-up. Had to balance out the compliments. Right. Dale Donuts, Jake is wearing San Jose shark colors. You are. Uh, I can see Jake standing in front of uh, the beard, yelling: One tubby, tubby; two tubby, tubby; fat, three tubby, fat, tubby; four, fat; fat five tubby, fat, tubby; six tubby, tubby; fat. Where are we at in society today? Seven, and you know he's got more. <laughs> Damn right, Ryan Fair, Capasso, always oh, coming through. Uh, Ryan Fair, I would like to know uh, Monty's take on Chicago's pick of uh, Darnell Wright. He threatened a strike if they didn't get Paris Johnson. Well, Darnell Wright was a hell of a recovery. Um, I was not thrilled they they traded back. Um, but listen, I think that if you if you're gonna wind up with I mean, it was Paris Johnson or Darnell Wright as the top two offensive linemen in the draft. And Todd McShay had Darnell Wright rated higher than Parrish Johnson. So I, I I I have no problem with the pick. I hate that they traded back. Identify your player and go get him. Yeah. You know, Uh, DeLambo says the ref wasn't even looking at his feet on a priority call. Gary says the the ref was Stevie Wonder. Yeah, dude, that's what I'm saying. Like what, what, that's my problem. Like I
0: agree with you. These are professional officials. There's no excuse to miss that call. At the same time though, you can clearly see dude's head is not looking down.
1: He's looking up at James Harden's hand. And like Marcus Smart lands right under Harden. Like, that is a foul all yes, day long. Yes. That is a foul all day long, dude. Uh, Ruff's official says Embiid hasn't played 70 games or more his entire career, but who does anymore? Yeah. With load management, who does?
0: By the way, all the, most guys in the league, maybe not all, but most guys in the league feel like Embiid should win it this year.
1: Oh, I don't think there's... A, he's been... I think not only has he been the most valuable player, he's been the most dominant player. Yeah. From three, from the mid-range, the free-throw line, back to the basket. Excellent passer. Really good defender. Like He's mm-hmm. he's done everything you can do. John Evans, will you guys cover BYU for Texas Big 12 fans? Yeah, well, of course we will. Yeah. We talk a ton of Big 12 on this show. Uh, appreciate you, John. Uh, J.K. Marshall, my girlfriend, likes my load management. Yeah, I mean, load management is a pretty crucial thing, you know. His girlfriend. <laughs> she likes his load Anyway, um, just drink a lot of pineapple juice, dude. This wouldn't have happened if Tony Brothers were on the case. <laughs> That's right, Jimmy. Damn Tony Brothers, dude. The worst official in the NBA. Yeah. Uh, Joel didn't sit out. He couldn't go. He got torn ligaments. What What do you want him to do? That's what I'm I, saying, you dude. Know. Spangler says Embiid is two eighty and literally does everything. He does uh Tyler Dopp is Joel Embiid injured like Kawhi Leonard well hey, he is unfortunately it seems because he's got cartilage damage DeLambo is Harden versus the NBA going to be six series yeah it is gonna be sick uh Ruff's official CJ Vance What's what's the excuse for the other 20 plus games he missed every salty drunk uh hey Monty why did you get on SGA about being hurt? He played 68 games. Well, when you're that Okay, so there's a difference. Do I really have to spell this out? Load management versus injuries. Okay? And it turned out at the end though, James, I they weren't I think we all know now OKC wasn't, you know, doing everything they could do to improve their position. What? But, what? Or Chet would have played.
0: What? What? how dare
1: you make those accusations that's what i'm saying uh keaton critchlow nba definitely wanted boston spangler says who's the best nba player in gonzaga history adam morrison or dan dickow your mom chat uh scrub school connor johnson bucked up got uh beta alanine in it been looking for a new pre-workout dude Gonzaga. my wife loves the lfg loves the lfg i'm telling you connor Use the promo code MONTIE, save 20% off your purchase. Or better yet, dude, I would tell you, go to one of their, and Connor, I don't know if you're where you live, but um, if you're in Utah, one of their Bucked Up stores.
3: Go
1: go in and chat those folks up. Absolutely, if you guys have not, two things. If you have not tried the Buckshot uh, from Bucked Up Energy, you absolutely have to do it. Uh, Bucked Up is great about giving samples. Um, And they have these energy shots called uh, Buckshot um, that are just fantastic. They work really well. They taste great. Uh, I've tried all of them now, and I'm telling you, they are absolutely phenomenal. Um, Anyone that you want to try, the Blood Raz, the Blue Raz, the Watermelon's my favorite by far. Mm -hmm. I love the the Watermelon Buckshot's fantastic. But you know what? I'm telling you, dude, like go, Connor, go. Go to a bucked up store if you're here. If not, get to buckedup.com and use the promo code Monty25, uh, or Monty20 rather, to save 20% off at checkout. All you have to do is you can chat with them as well. Yeah. And they'll tell you. I mean, like it, their their pre workout is Top phenomenal. Notch, if crazy. Mrs. Monty is raving about, she uses something called LFG. If if you, if my wife likes your pre workout, you've done it right. She's training for a triathlon and mornings. She is not by any stretch of the imagination, a morning person. She sent me a text today saying, Hey man, that LFG was great. Flavored really well powered through the workout. So she loves it. I'm telling you, give, yeah. him, a, give him a shot. If you haven't already bucked up energy, the official energy drink of the Monty show in the description below, there's a link for free buckshot samples, six of them, any flavor you want uh, Spangler. Bro, no uh, no one made this into Mv Embiid versus Jokic argument except you. Yeah, Ruffs, yeah. I don't know why you are – I don't know why you're so anti. Uh, Salty, notice the non-answer, and he moves on. What do you, uh, Non-answer on what? On SGA? Dude, want...
0: it's very clear, dude. They they G- sat him because they wanted better draft position.
1: It's not even in question, dude. I'm starting to wonder if Ruffs – I don't think he – I think you just troll. I don't think you yeah. watch the NBA at all. yeah. I I I really don't. Uh, Jeremy Callahan says I just ordered my buck shots. Let's go, baby. Let me know what you think. I personally love the uh, I love the watermelon. I'm a huge, but I'm a huge watermelon guy too. Yeah. Uh, J.K. Marshall, will their next product be called Buck? This well could be, could be. Spangler, uh, who here said Jokic was bad? Nobody said Jokic was bad. and this is what we do on the MVP arguments. Oh, Jokic sucks. It's got to be Embiid. They uh, are. Embiid sucks. It's got to be Jokic. They're phenomenal players. Yeah. Nikola Jokic, in again, I don't know how many people are actually watch games, but Nikola Jokic against the Suns has been sensational, sensational. Now, sex machine's been unbelievable as well for the Suns, and I don't mean Kevin Durant, who's been mid as hell. <laughs> Seriously, Devin Booker's lived up to it. Uh, Moth prof. Do the trees fall over at the courses you play? One did. Actually, it's funny you bring that up. Now, off the course, but thankfully. Gary says Blood Raz is a slapper. You know, I just got the Blood Raz Pixie Pump. I actually like it. I like the. I'm not always a Raspberry fan, but they are. i off prof. Monty, when do you start training for your triathlon? I ain't doing no triathlon. No, nah, man,
0: we ain't doing that. We got to drive the ball 300 yards down the middle of the fairway, man.
1: I'm avoiding all the smoke.
0: Yeah, dude. Come uh, on, man.
1: Connor Chancho, no shoot. If it's good enough for a triathlete, I'm in Oregon, but I've got the internet. Buckedup.com. Hey, Duncan, no smoke. Use the promo code Monty to get 20% off at checkout. Lopes fan Gabe says, wait, we are just now deciding Ruffs is a troll. Where have you been, Monty? My Yeah, bad. dude. My bad. My bad. It's a soft person game. To yeah, totally soft. Uh, Truck stop Gumby. What's an NBA? I have no idea. We don't actually watch jazz games here. Remember? I'm not too familiar how, with how that. How old is that? Get fired up! How old is it? You guys don't even watch the jazz games. Do I'm you? unfamiliar with it. You don't even watch jazz games, bro.
0: <laughs> remember those days? All of you people who don't know what we're talking oh about. Oh my god! This showgram on YouTube started being a daily thing like two years ago, three years ago. Yeah, and one of our first takes that turned out to be true was that Rudy Gobert is not a winner and they need to trade him. The we-
1: contract is that, and yeah. I, I have no problem saying it, I said the contract is the worst contract in the history of the NBA. Yeah. Oh, you're an asshole. And I said they will trade him before that contract ends. You don't even watch jazz basketball. And they will not win because he screwed your cap. You don't even know who oh, the jazz oh, are. Oh. You don't even know. Pete Maravich is dead prick. Well, that might be true. But Rudy Gobert's contract is the worst contract in the history of the NBA. Ever. ever like forever. Yeah. Ever. Yeah, How'd that all work out for you? So nobody ever says, hey, do you guys watch games? We do. Is this the dagger? That and we went to so many games now that people. Okay, moving on. Uh, Michael Peck. Embiid Jokic is literally what everyone has made it. Uh, you know. Jacob DeLambo. God, DeLambo, I need to find something to give you for free because you say stuff that you guys war- should just get it a room. Warms dude. My you heart. Guys should like just get a room. When when DeLambo talks, I feel, you know what, man? Mm, dude. You guys literally, you should just get a room, dude. I'm so bricked up right now.
0: I know you are. And it's fine. Stay hard. It's fine.
2: Hiscock. <laughs> His Hiscock. Hiscock.
1: Durant looks lost. Hey, uh, by the way, how does uh how's Devin Booker look?
0: Well, you're lucky.
1: Oh, oh, now it's luck. No,
0: no, he's. I'm not saying he's lucky. I'm saying that you're lucky that Buddy bounced back in the second half last night because that Stop. those bricks, dude. Stop. I'm not kidding. The one he hit no rim from three, all backboard, no rim.
1: Hey, man, they they turned the air conditioning on, bro. I, that's it, it. Ball arena.
0: Yeah, whatever. They turned the um, air in
1: con- and the ball just got pushed away. Right. Too bad. Book's fault. <laughs> He never does anything wrong. Mm-hmm. Well, except the Kardashians, but you know, Mike M says the Suns have no answer for Joker. It's been fun to watch. No, no it DeAndre hasn't. DeAndre
0: Ayton fun. has no answer, and as usual, DeAndre
1: Ayton's soft. He sucks. <laughs>
0: I am so done with him, dude.
1: Soft yeah, person game. Yeah. He sucks. Uh, Jeremy Callahan. Even a Buck Me Run In pre workout blend could uh, pretty much could be pretty successful. That's what I'm talking about. Yeah, uh, I mean, you know. My wife, I'm so proud of my wife. Like, it, it is, you guys, I cannot tell you how inspiring it is to wake up with somebody who is just so certain she can do something that, I mean, she's talking about next Saturday. One, tonight, she's going to speak at a city council meeting. Next weekend, she's going to run a 5K. Like, she's just doing it. She's doing it, doing what most people talk about. It's crazy. Michael Peck, Jokic gets away with a lot. He does, but so does a lot of stars. Spangler, Ruffs, I eat trolls for breakfast. Okay. Truck Stop Gumby. They have the internet in Oregon. <laughs> Oregon. Oregon. <laughs> Tanner T, you guys getting bucked up and walking eighteen? I I don't mind walking. Yeah, I don't either. The problem is the other thing with walking is I my PXG bag is not set up to walk. Yeah, that's it. Like it has one shoulder strap. But
0: okay, let me ask you guys this: When you walk a course, do you carry the bag or do you have the you know the the, the little, roller cart? The roller cart, not a golf cart, but the roller cart that you can pull behind or push. Do you? What do you use? Because. I agree the PXG bag is not great for carrying. It would be awesome to put it on a little cart though.
1: That e- either I mean walking 18 holes of golf is not difficult. Yeah. I mean I would I wouldn't I don't know. I've in my in my life I'm guessing I have walked more than I have ridden. Just riding this par 3 is you can't walk it. No. I there's no way. Uh, read that one. Spangler says, but I kind of appreciate, uh, the good fight here goes well with my evening cocktail. Yeah. What, what are we drinking here, man? Yeah. That's cute. I remember when I had my first beer, you know, uh, Jacob DeLambo, Gobert is why I'm here. Damn it, right. Exactly it is right. Damn right. It is exactly right. Uh, Ruff's official. If you're not a fanboy, you're called a troll. Yeah, you are. Okay. That's cool. Um, when people get rooms, JK Marshall says, oh, well. A. Um. Let's see. Jer- Jeremy Callahan to Jacob Delambo. GoBert, as in GoBert Reynolds. Re- like Burt Reynolds. Burt Reynolds. Yeah. Reynolds. Um. Um. Gaybert. GoBert. Um. You know, like uh, Bag Snatchevich. God, do you remember that? We made one joke. Dude, people Ugh. were pissed. We made one joke about Google pronouncing Boyan Bojan, Bojan, and people Bojan Bogdanovic, Bojan Bojan, Bogdanovic. You guys are assholes.
4: Bojan, Bojan.
1: Are you just trolling, or do you really not know know? how to pronounce his name? Do you guys know that it's Boyan Bojan? Who? Who? Bogey. Bojan. Uh, Bojan. Boyan. Boyan. What? What are you talking about? Oh, you mean Bojan Bogdanacovich? What's wrong with you? Yeah, he's awesome. Uh, Jeremy Callahan, dude, that was a pass off the backboard.
0: That's what I'm saying,
1: bro. You know. Uh Moth Prof, do you even basketball? I don't just ask him. Yeah.
2: <laughs> I doubt that.
1: Callahan is Oregon next or, or Idaho. Or Idaho or or, or you, know. you know. Brady Cook says I use a roller cart. JK Marshall says carry the bag, bro. I'm not 98. <laughs> Connor Johnson, roller cart is uh, scock but necessary. Scock but necessary. I don't know what that means. Yeah, what, what? Can you define scock? I guess I'm old. Scock. Or i at tater tots all day. Hey. I have a roller cart, Gary says. No fanboy here, but I'm confused on how one doesn't like Embiid or thinks he's uh, good for the league. He's mad at me. We all from Africa. He had me at we all from Africa. <laughs> <laughs> if Miss Asi- If Mississippi wore her new jerseys, would what would Delaware? I don't know. Alaska, get it? That's just gold. So see
0: what he did there. See what he did there. It's like you know what if Miss assippi Mississippi wore her new jerseys, New Jersey. What would? Delaware. Aware. Delaware. I dunno. Idaho.
1: Alaska. Alaska.
0: <laughs> Get it? That's try, just try, gold. See, try, try to, to keep to up me. with us. Keep
1: up. Uh, try to follow Uh Salty said, oh, darn, you missed my comment, Monty. Uh, but, which
0: comment did we miss here, man? Jesus, what were right, time, time you time talking about? Uh, SGA?
1: I can't. There's too many comments today. Connor Johnson says, shout out uh Jake for hitting the skalk.
0: Dude, it's not Scott dude. That's not what he's saying. You're referencing a drop and you don't know what he's saying, man. Hiscock. Hiscock.
2: Hiscock. Do we really have to do this? Hiscock. Do we? Anita really, Dick. Do we really waves in opposition.
1: Do we really Are have to do real?
2: this? Are you for real? Waves in opposition. Anita Dick. Is an opponent. Waves in opposition. Holden hiscock is also an opponent. It'scock it's Hiscock.
1: Holden Hiscock Hiscock <laughs> that's, Hiscock. That's that's from the Florida legislature. Anita Dick. How do you read not one and Waves again in if, opposition. I'm gonna play it one more time? Look at his assistant, the girl look at her face, the girl handing him the paper. Waves
2: in opposition. Anita Dick is an opponent. <laughs> Waves in opposition. Holden Hiscock is also an opponent. His cock.
1: Did you see her? She's like, I need a dick.
2: Ah!" I need a dick. Why, yes, I do, sir.
1: (laughs) Yeah. Speaking of which. Oh, speaking of which, can we can we can we play this little
0: baseball video why? real
1: quick?
2: Speaking of which.
1: Why, how does this how does this right here happen on a major league baseball broadcast?
2: Clear a space on your shelf and get ready to bring home a legend when the Phil's host the Dodgers on Friday, June 9th, 705 p.m. And all fans fifteen and over receive a Johnson controls dickhead, Dick Allen Bobble Figurine. Order tickets now at Phillies.com. Dickhead, Dick Allen's Bobble Figurine.
1: Bro, you, you cannot make this up. Ow, bro. I want to say that this is, and I don't, do you know what broadcast that's from? Because it sounds like. I think like, it's Phillies. Me, it sounds I'm pretty like, sure it's the Philly broadcast. I, I, that's what I was going to say. Hold it on, sounds it. like on. the Phillies broadcast. And he's talking about giving away a Dick Allen bobblehead. But he combines the two words in gnarly. Yeah, it's, it's the Philly broadcast In gnarly fashion.
2: Clear a space on your shelf and get ready to bring home a legend when the Phil's host the Dodgers on Friday, June 9th at 7.05 p.m. And all fans 15 and over receive a Johnson Controls dickhead Dick Allen bobble figurine. Order tickets now at phillies.com.
1: <laughs> wow. Bro. A Johnson Controls dickhead. <laughs> like, do you just resign? Do you just resign? Dick, dick, dick Allen's bobble figurine. You just resign, right? Brutal. Oh, my Bro, God. Bro, it's
0: absolutely, oh my positively God. brutal.
1: Oh, His my cock. God. Mike M says, I just want to know if representative Julia is single. Could be. Waves but, in opposition. But, dude, it's Florida. Uh, Jason Spangler, is that Matt Gates? No, thank God. I need a dick. Did you guys see, though, that Ted Cruz actually has, like, real competition now? That's going to get crazy. David Floyd says, as a Texas Tech fan, I wish the Big 12 would have added BYU 10 years ago. Yeah! Ah! I'm telling you, I think they would have if 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 Bronco Mendenhall had never done the Austin American-Statesman interview. I, I think they would have. Uh, Jeff Johnson, what's up, Geoff? Straight-faced as hell, waves in opposition.
2: Waves in opposition. That's G- what I'm
1: saying. Geoff, how are you feeling, dude? Geoff had an accident a couple of weeks ago, um, so I hope you're doing well, dude. Jeremy Callie, I'm just wondering when this comes full circle back to the uterus farting. Oh, bro, my God. Dude, chill. Seriously, Michael. Bass.
0: We ain't got time for that today, bro. Dude,
1: uh, Lopes fan Gabe, pretty sure that was Eaton Beaver on the call. Bro,
0: See,
1: bro. Eaton beaver. First name eating, second name Beaver! Beaver. Beaver! Beaver! beaver. I just want to thank you all. Goff. <laughs> I think he's earned a promotion. Uh, Moff prof brutally stupid makes you qualified to hold political office. And, uh, you know, I you know,
2: waves in opposition. Anita Dick is an opponent. Waves in opposition. Holden Hiscock is also an opponent.
1: do you not hear yourself say Anita is in opposition and then you go hold in hiscock
2: hiscock hiscock
1: hiscock Ay, come on be better bro come on be better only in Florida uh off my back is still broken bro damn but I watched 12 seasons of ghost adventure so it's all good I had a boy geoff jeff I hope you're all right dude Finals. I hope you're all right. Back is broken. My God. I broke my back. <laughs> uh, so- <laughs> Love you, bro. You're a Love jerk. Bro. <laughs> is his name really pronounced G-off? No, it's pronounced no, Jeff. No, dude. He, he, when he starts talking about like, Shohei Otani and the Angels, his name oh, is no. Oh, oh my. my. His name is G-off. Maybe your ma didn't go to heaven. Dude. Still maybe one- your mom ma didn't go to heaven. Yeah, still one of the best <laughs> lines ever. Still one of the best movie lines ever. Final. Uh, Monty makes you money uh, in 20 seconds oh. after we tell you about the greatest marinara meatballs ever at Papa Murphy's Pizza. At Papa Murphy's, we do more than just pizza. We do meatballs and marinara.
0: Papa Murphy's, that's meatballs?
2: Oh, oh I think you mean I do the meatballs and marinara?
0: And how do you do it, Dad?
2: How do I do it? How do I do it? Well, we do it with savory ground beef covered in tangy
0: marinara.
2: That's how, honey. At Papa Murphy's, we make great pizza. And
1: don't forget the meatballs.
2: Order now at papamurphys.com.
1: Well, there you go. Man. Um, wait. Marinara meatballs, Papa Murphy's pizza. Download the Papa Murphy's app. Can you do Monty 25 to get 25% off your purchase of $25 or more. I'm telling you, traditional crust of Papa Murphy's, barbecue sauce, pile a bunch of stuff on top. Marinara meatball, take and bake chocolate chip cookies. You're welcome. Yeah. You don't even have to save me a slice. Yeah. Because it's that good. Uh, Breaking news out of the NBA this hour, presented by our good friends at The Advocates. Theadvocates.com, the best injury attorneys in the business. Theadvocates.com. Julius Randle and Jalen Brunson are available to Think play for helpful. the Knicks tonight. Julius with the ankle, Jalen Brunson with the um I, I you know he got load he got, management. He got I, I'm trying not to say it. Load. I, the remarkably similar point guard to Kyler Murray His cock. and verticality. Is going to play tonight as well.
0: <laughs> the little guy?
1: The little dude? Little Buddy. homie? Lil homie? Little Bryce? Uh, I think Jalen Brunson's hugely important. I think Julius Randle's more important than Jalen Brunson. I think with the way that Emmanuel quickly has played, I think they really, um, yeah, they're important. See, Kaufman, how do you know they are the best meatballs, Monty? You don't eat red sauce. Well, that's not, no, I don't eat pizza sauce. They're marinara yeah, meatballs. that's so they're different. In that's pasta. Marinara. They're phenomenal, phenomenal. Mary Nara's meatballs. That's right. That's right. Yep. Yes. Uh, Gary says we need a. My name is Jeff. Drop for G off. We do. We do. My name is Luca. Jeremy Callahan, Lil Boosie. Oh, he was a good rapper too. He was. Uh, Moth Prof. So do y'all ever barbecue pit stop or just eat Papa Murphy's pizza and drink bucked up? See what I did there? That's literally it, dude. That's it. You Three get, meals a day. You get the Traeger smoker. You put the barbecue, you know, the barbecue pit stop pellets in it. Ain't nothing, no smoke. And you got the smoker <laughs> from barbecue pit stop. Ja comes over and delivers the pizza. can back pa- now. From Papa Murphy's pizza. And while you wait for it to cook, you drink your Or you play with the stripper in the backyard.
4: Hey!
1: We have breaking news. Oh boy! In the NBA, where's the where's the slide? Oh god! We have breaking news in the NBA. Joel Embiid wins the NBA MVP. I'm so bricked up right now. Uh! You want to you want to talk about my greatness? How should we handle how right, red what I What are always you am? What are you talking about, dude? Stay hard.
0: I've, I've agreed on Embiid, have I not? Have I not agreed on Embiid? Oh, Kevin Durant should be the MVP, bro. I
1: never said that. Bro, did you see what he did to book when he got there? Bro, I never said Kevin that. Kevin Durant's the most valuable player in the NBA.
0: I never said that, dude. Well,
1: well, the Slim Reaper and I were cuddling after sex last night, and he told me he thinks he's going to win it. No. Uh, no, you have... I told you Joel Embiid would win it. Uh, Well-deserved? Absolutely, yeah. No yeah. doubt about it. No doubt about it. Okay. I mean...
0: Jokic is a hell of a player, but I just think Embiid had a better year.
1: Yeah, in all seriousness, I think that Joel Embiid. This is a foregone conclusion, though. Um, I think for the last month it was a foregone conclusion, and I think that Joel Embiid has earned this award. Um, he breaks, you know, the 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 string of being a runner up, and I think I think he absolutely deserved it, and I think his dominant performance on the floor. I think his leadership skills in the locker room. I think his ability to to pass the ball and not have to be the number one option in Philly. Um, it makes guys like James Harden more wanting and willing, mm-hmm. um, which Kevin Durant refused to do in Brooklyn, which ruined James Harden. Um, you know. Anyway, the point is Bro. the point is yes. Why Why do you spread misinformation? It's what I do. Uh, Anyway, the point is, the point is, congratulations, Joel Embiid. He is the NBA most valuable player. Well said. For 2022-2023.
3: Here's the deal. I'm the best there is. I mean, I wake up in the morning, I piss excellence. If you ain't first,
1: you're last. Salty drunk, what a joke giving the crybaby MVP. (laughs) Congratulations, Joel. You're so fucked. Salty drunk, has Tanner got them tires yet? Not yet. That's right. Uh Jeremy Callahan, cook that pizza in the smoker and follow it with some buckshot chasers. Damn right. So, yeah. That's what I'm saying. That's every day. You, you have to follow it with with buckshot chasers. Can you imagine that? Can you imagine? I'm just telling you guys, if you have not gotten the samples of buckshot yet, dude, do it. You are not living life at this do point. Do it. You are not living life. Do it. That's all that I am saying. But um the Durantula. That's right the slim reaper that's right um which what is kevin durant's best nickname the slim reaper the slim reaper yeah for sure uh greg hawkins says howdy y'all hey y'all howdy y'all good hey, to y'all. see you maxi needs some love might be the most underrated player in the nba jake no you go ahead i agree i agree i i agree i think so that let me he's get a great straight. player who is who has been slandering tyrese maxi on the show
2: sometimes okay Maybe.
1: Who has been slandering fat ass on this show?
2: Fuck you. Where'd you hear that? <laughs>
1: <laughs> right. So not only did, did Chubbs McGahey take the Philadelphia 76ers to the win last night, Tyrese Maxey was a huge part of that, and you and Durantula can go and cuddle because he's I about. Catch me
3: outside, how about that? He's
1: about to get knocked out of the playoffs. Oh, please. That's all I'm saying. Please. And right now, I want you all to know <laughs> the sacrifices I make for the show. I am missing O Canada right now. He's just a hack. Okay, yeah, we are missing. A- I am missing <laughs> so, O Canada you right now. Turn it up now. for you. Will you be okay? I would turn it up, but I, you know, I don't know that we're allowed to play that. You know.
0: And now they're oh, on to the anthem.
1: The well, maybe that'll be next. Because O Canada, and and God bless America. But I'm telling you, O-Canada is the greatest national anthem on earth at a hockey game. Where are they? Uh, uh, O-Canada would be second, yeah, I they're believe, because they're in yes. Toronto. Uh, Gary says James Harden ruined himself. He did. Jake had nothing to do with that. You're well, the weakest of the week. Yep. Joe uh, Joe earned it with hard work, Kane Ernst says. Yeah. What's up, Stud Hawkins? Stud! Stud! Spangler laughs. Giggity. Hey. Hello, Mr. Hawkins. Truck stop gummy just says murka. 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 Do you do you guys have national anthems that you like? I think O oh, Canada is when it's well Incredible. done. Incredible. Oh my god. I I just I'm I know every word to it. When we were saying that. Yeah, Don. Um but it is it is I am thrilled to have a, an important hockey championship. My god. Um, I am thrilled that Toronto's still there. One, I am a closet Maple Leafs fan because mm-hmm. uh, nobody's really a Blackhawk fan. We're not allowed to be happy or feel. Well, fulfilled I mean now that Kane is in Rangerville, you know, you know that's what I'm saying. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I I love it, I love it. All yeah. right, turn it up. There it is. Can you guys hear it? Ah, uh, she's gonna screw it up. No.
4: we see the rise the true north strong and free
1: what far and wide (laughs) oh canada we stand okay that's enough stop please 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 I could keep going. Freious oh, wow. Thank you. Free. <laughs> oh, Canada. We stand on guard. This lady's fucking terrible. Um, <laughs> um. Oh, it's done. <laughs>
0: almost done. It's almost oh,
1: done.
0: Canada, um.
1: We um. stand God, she's terrible. Speed it up, honey. You know, dude, shut up. Woo. Oh, Canada okay, is not man. meant wow, to be so slow. That
0: rendition was incredible out
3: of you, bro. Oh,
1: Canada, bro, that
0: was that was just holy crap. Our home and <laughs>
1: I love the old Canada National Anthem. You guys gotta admit though, hockey is awesome, dude. Salty drunk, your singing is slightly better than your golf game. Yeah, no shit. <laughs> Simon, Monty should never be allowed to sing. Greg Hawkins says, yikes. See, Greg, <laughs> who is actually an actor, is concerned that I will take roles from him because of my talent. Yeah. It's okay to be no. jealous, Greg. It's okay. It's okay. Uh, University of British Columbia just joined the Pac-12 with Monty's performance. <clears throat> Monty Kaufman, I agree. Monty should be banned from singing.
0: <laughs> Wasn't
1: that bad? Glorious and free. Oh, it's so good. Turn you, fucking <clears throat> touch my microphone. <clears throat> All right, we're underway in Toronto. Yeah. Uh, Leafs and. Um, Panthers in game one of the Eastern Conference second round series in the NHL playoffs. We'll keep you up to date on that. You're just tuning in. Joel Embiid has won the NBA MVP award uh, this evening um, in what appears to be a runaway. We're waiting for the vote, but it appears to be pretty handily uh, that Joel Embiid won the uh, won the MVP, uh, which is phenomenal. Um, Julius Randle and... And Jalen will be available. Jalen Brunson tonight will be available for the Knickerbockers mm-hmm. uh, in game two, which starts in 15 minutes, which means it's time for Monty Makes You Money, bitches. Uh, Monty Makes You Money, Lakers and Golden State Warriors in the late game. Uh, this is going to be crazy. I- incredibly difficult to pick. Ooh, more breaking news. According to Shams, Shams Charania. Says Phoenix Point Bar, Chris Paul is expected to be reevaluated in a week. After an MRI on his groin today, sons are preparing to be without him. Just uh, go home, dude. Through games three, four, and five. Just go the hell home. Like, go home. Water's wet and Chris Paul's hurt. I'm so
0: sick and tired of Chris Paul, dude. Go home, man. Overrated? Yeah, incredibly.
1: He's had a great career, but he is incredibly overrated. Yeah, I think it is. I think he's a tragedy. dude. I
0: mean, you have Greeny on get up making jokes about Chris Paul's annual playoff
1: injury. Come on. I agree. Uh, Bobby Paluga. That kills the notion that fat guys are the best singers. Well, thanks, Bobby. <clears throat> appreciate that. I don't know what her weight had to do with it, but I mean, that's not nice. Fat. Uh, some people are just made to sing. Thanks, Kane Nurin. Yeah. Wow. That was. Really I am not one that. of them. I am not one of them. I am not one of them. Don't sing like that. George Kleyovkov may give you a verbal guarantees of joining the conference. Thank you. <laughs> Greg Hawkins, I once sang on TV and showed how badly I sing in front of 40 million people. I think you've got me beat, Monty, to be honest. I can't sing a hymnal. I'm t I am i can not sing anything. I should never Mrs. Monty and I joke about this all the time. I can rap like a white guy raps, but I cannot sing at all. And I'm not even I'm not even playing i realize i am a terrible singer oh, yeah all right uh back to salty drunk's favorite segment monty blows your money more like it dude i've actually been pretty good i am uh i am above 500 you yeah, got last these. night's game right yeah i'm above 500 uh let's go game one uh lakers and warriors this is a tough game minus four and a half for golden state 227 I don't know how you bet the Warriors here. They're coming off of a grinder series. Mm -hmm. The emotions were certainly high. Like, this feels like the right thing to do here is to go with the Lakers. I think the only bet you can make on this game, in fact, is plus four and a half on the Lakers.
3: Mm -hmm.
0: Yeah, I think the only thing, the only concern I would have if I was a Laker fan is just that they haven't played in a few days. They're a little out of sync as far as not playing. And sometimes that can kind of catch you off foot in that first game back, especially when the team you're playing just got off that heated series. But I have to agree that, well, that if I'm the Lakers, certainly I'm taking the rest over playing through. And I think the Warriors, you know, the only thing the Warriors have going for them tonight, in my opinion, is that you're at home. And they're a damn good team at home. I would agree with that. Um, I would expect not 50 out of Steph, but I would expect, you know, 30. Maybe even 35 if he gets going in the fourth, you know, and and, and that's what I have trouble with. I, I don't know who's going to win more of their advantage. So the Lakers have the size advantage. AD, AD should have a huge series, assuming he stays healthy. The problem is on the defensive end, I don't know how the Lakers are going to keep up for yeah, the entire but, game.
1: Uh, uh, AD has to deal with Kavon Looney. Who I think is the best rebounder in these playoffs,
0: right? But I'm saying who's going to keep up with Steph because it's not going to be Jared Vanderbilt the whole series.
1: No, I think it's going to have to be D'Lo and 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 Austin Reeves. Yeah, um, I think it's not. You can't defend Steph one on one. You have to really physically knock him off his spot, like Boston did last year. And even then, he plays an integral part in their success. So you're not going to have an easy role. You're not going to have an easy role with it. So right. my feeling is. Golden State's the more talented team. I just think the Lakers... I don't know how much LeBron can give you past what he's done because of the foot injury. Yeah. I mean, he clearly isn't the same guy. He's clearly struggling with that. But if we're talking about betting ducats on this, I don't yeah. see any way you bet Golden State. I think they're coming off of a series It's very short rest here. I think the Lakers needed the rest. They got the rest. I think you got to take the Lakers plus four and a half. And I think, I actually think the Lakers have a pretty good chance to win this game outright. Wow. I just, and, and the reason I say that is you were absolutely right about the Beam team. Sacramento got exposed for who they were, which was an inexperienced team that rode a hot streak that the defending champs, you know, really flushed them out of.
3: Right. I right. think,
1: I think Draymond Green was a huge part of that series. I think Sabonis never recovered from the stomp on the chest thing. You either win those things or it tanks you, and it tanks Sacramento, in my opinion. Yeah, I think the Sacramento Kings had a chance to run away with that series, and they chose not to do that. And you let the you let the champs back in it, and they're gonna they're absolutely gonna cut your throat. And I think that's exactly what they did. I think that LeBron is experienced enough to know how to lead guys through that. I think the leadership we saw to Stephen Curry is exactly what you're going to get from LeBron. And I think that the Lakers have a chance to win this game outright.
0: Yeah, you know, the thing that I'm going to go with the Lakers, too, and I think the thing that you have to really look at, because it's game one, we don't know how this series is really going to go, and I think the more reliable pick between size versus speed is size because we know that AD can get to the bucket whenever he wants to, and it's just going to be a matter of, hey, you know, how many times can they get him the ball before Golden State starts to double? The thing that I'm curious about, because Golden State's tired, is how are they are going to shoot? They should shoot fine because they're at home. But you know that Steph's going to have that that one of eight, one of nine game. You know that's going to happen. So is that tonight or is that in game four, game three? So I would go Lakers. I agree. Lakers win it. And I think uh, I would guess it goes over, or I'm sorry, I guess it would go under if the Lakers are going to win this thing. Yeah.
1: But how many games in this series does Anthony Davis play? Five.
0: I think he misses a game.
1: Yeah, I don't. I don't think he'll stay healthy either. It's a lot of running, dude. I totally agree. Um, uh, Moth professor I I confuse Monty for Pavarotti. Not the voice, the body shape. Thank you. I appreciate that. Salty drunk. Uh oh. How long can AD stay healthy? Well, that's a question. I agree, Salty. I think that's a great question. Uh, Beat LA. Beat LA. Okay. Check it out. Says AR15. Okay. Austin Reeves. I mean, that's the dude. Yeah, I'm telling you, he's underrated, and we'll get paid. Spangler Clay played like absolute garbage last game, and they still won. That ain't happening again. Clay Thompson has been hot and cold. The last, it, it, I thought he he had a really good second half of the season, and I think we've had some moments out of him in that Sacramento series. I just, I don't, he does not do well when you're physical with him. Yeah. And the question is, what are the matchups in this series? Like, how much do we see Rui Hachimura in this series for the Lakers? How much do we actually see? Because I I don't know, Malik, I don't know if people have noticed, but Malik Beasley has not played a lot of minutes for the Lakers in these, in these playoffs. Yeah. And I think. The guy that you know that has really made a difference for them, especially defensively, is Jared Vanderbilt, and he's made those corner threes out of the left corner really well. Yeah, but you know, I think if they're gonna they're gonna win and lose with Reeves and D'Lo and the health of Anthony Davis,
0: D'Lo has to beat Clay for the Lakers to win. It has to happen.
1: Yeah, and I'm curious if this is where they start missing Thomas Bryant. Well, That's what I think. Yeah, I'm curious about that. So, I, I don't know. Lee Jensen. What's up, Lee? Imagine not having to travel far for the playoffs. Well Incredible, isn't it? I mean, that's 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 worked well for, for Golden State. Gary says, my Lakers are better defensively and the Warriors have slowed big time, haven't been performing to spec. I think the Lakers roll the Warriors in five, max six. Well, not I think the that. Warriors are going to fight their asses off if they're going to go down. But I think they also, the Lakers cannot try to match pace with Golden State because Golden State's gonna play faster. Yeah. I think if you're the Lakers, you have to execute in half court and you have to make you have to make Steph defend physically. So you have to run him through screens, you know, pretty much like he does to you offensively. You have to run him on screens and bang bodies with him and really be physical. And I know he's jacked and I understand how much that's made a difference, but The two guys on this team that scare you most are Steph and and Jordan Poole because they're both flame-on guys. Yes. And Jordan Poole is a guy, if you let him get set, you're going to be in a lot of trouble, man. Yep. Like, you have got to keep his feet moving. You cannot allow him to be a set spot jump shooter because he's a knockdown shooter. Yeah. So you have to get him off his spot, and I think if you do that, you have a good chance to beat Golden State uh, because at some point, those guys are not going to – Steph and Clay are going to have bad shooting nights. Yep. And who's going to step in? Do we see Kamingo's reemergence in this series? Like, there's all kinds of questions. I just don't know how many answers we have. Salty yeah. says, uh, Warriors will get open from three. AD rim protection won't be a factor. We'll see. He's been pretty good defensive. Not pretty good. He's been elite defensively.
0: Yeah, and that's kind of my point. That's what I'm talking about when you're betting this game tonight. Like, I think it's so difficult to bet it because you don't know which factor is going to be more prevalent tonight. Is the size for the Lakers going to dominate this game on the glass? And are they going to get a bunch of second opportunities and get to the line a lot, yeah. or is this a game that's up and down in the first half? Warriors get out to a 15, 20 point lead because they shot the lights out in the first half yeah. and then they get cold in the second half and the Lakers close. I don't know. That's what I'm saying. Like, I think you have to take the Lakers cause they're fresh,
1: but I'm telling you, this is going to be a tight one for sure. Yep, I agree. Uh, so officially, I'm going to tell you to, to if you're going to bet your ducats, plus four and a half on the Lakers on the uh, first game of that series. And then, of course, Miami at New York. And this is a huge, huge moment in time for the Miami Heats. Um, here's a question for you. Can they win without Jimmy Butler? Because Hemi is out for this game. Yeah. Double check the line. Let's see where we can get this line at. Right now, it's at minus six and a half for the Knicks. Two o seven is the number. Jalen Brunson and Julius Randle will play for the Knicks, which makes it feel pretty good, right? Minus ten for the Knicks. So it's minus ten now.
0: Yeah. So hopefully, hopefully you bought this game earlier. Biggest number is minus ten and a
1: half from MGM. Well, I think that's that's scary. I don't like to. I would buy the number down to that six if you can. Um, I think that I hate Tom Thibodeau as a coach. <laughs> yeah, I think Spolstra is arguably the most underrated coach in the NBA. But without Hemi Butler, I don't see any way Miami wins this game.
0: I agree. And I, and I think you're seeing that as far as the money lines are concerned because Knicks are minus 500 now. So, you know, they're really making it difficult for you to make money on that. And I think, mm. you know, the, the Heat are... Plus 385. Like the money's decent there, but I just don't see a way. Again, and this is kind of how I felt about the Celtics. But the problem is, is that, you know, you have a guy on Philly who can get the job done in James Harden, a proven score, no doubt about it. I'm not sure who that guy is for Miami because it's not Kyle Lowry. It's not. No. I would
1: agree with that. Like you
0: don't have Tyler Hero, you know, like so who, what, you're telling me Kevin Love is going to have some journeyman game where he gives you 30? Like I don't see that happening. You know, so that's what I'm saying. Like, I just don't see a path for it.
1: You know, I think it will be, um, I think it's going to be interesting. Um, And I think it'll be, it's going to be pretty classic um, to see how they all play. By the way, right now I'm watching a video and it's on my Twitter, The Monty Show, M-O-N-T-Y, The Monty Show, of the 76ers reacting in the same room with Joel Embiid winning the MVP. And it's such a good scene. It's such a good scene. And the first guy to run up to him is James Harden. Yeah. It's such a good scene. They're all really happy for him. That's great. Yeah. Um, And the final voting was not close. Joel Embiid got 73 first-place votes. Jokic got 15. Giannis got 12. Nobody else got a first-place vote. Nobody else got a second-place vote. And only Jason Tatum got a third-place vote. And then other names, Shea Gilgis Alexander, salty drunk, um, got six fourth-place votes and 28 fifth-place votes. DeMontis Saboner got 24 fifth-place votes. Really, there was nobody else even in the conversation. No. 915 total points to Joel, 674 for Giannis. Or, uh, excuse me, 674 for Nikola Jokic, 606 for Giannis. So the battle for second place was far more competitive than the battle for first. Right. Joe won this going away. Yeah. He won it. I will tell you this. Joel Embiid, if he had not gotten anything but first, the 73 first place votes, would still have won the MVP award. Yeah. It was that much of a gap. He got 73 first place votes, which are worth 10 points. So he'd have walked away with it. So, you know this. This was not Dominant. even close. Yeah, Dominant. this was this was not even close. So I say, hey, good for him. That's a cool video, by the way. Um, all right, let's pick this game. Uh, as far as Knicks and Heat, ten and a half's a huge number. Agreed. If you can get this six or seven, I would bet the Knicks at ten and a half. I think you have to bet the Heat to cover the Knicks to win and this to go under. Because I don't see the Heat scoring 100 points. By the way, Florida has scored one nothing now. 10-35 uh, to go in the first. Florida's killed two power plays already. Two penalties for Toronto. Yeah, that's a ball breaker. That is. Toronto you,
0: had two power plays, didn't score. Florida comes down and scores. And really brutal.
1: didn't get a grade A opportunity. Oh, it's a weak-ass goal, too. Yeah, It is. Kachuk shot it, rebound off the blocker. And I can't tell who that is that scored, but mccabe's got to be a better defenseman than that mccabe lost touch with his with with his assignment yeah um and you wind up you wind up giving up a goal one nothing florida over toronto 10 35 to go in the first period in toronto game one of their second round series in the east um right there so i'm gonna go at 10 and a half i gotta bet the heat to cover Knicks to win and to go under
0: yeah, I agree with everything except the over under cuz I feel like the the Knicks are 120 points. Miami's
1: a pretty good defensive team though. These are two of the better defensive teams.
0: Yeah, so, but no
1: Jimmy Butler. So, Jimmy, which means it's going to be tough to get to that 207. That's what I'm thinking, but yeah. You know. What uh-huh. do you guys think? Where are you at in the comments on this? Um, surely SGA is all NBA first team. Ooh, I don't know about that. It's close. And he is on all-NBA stuff
0: is not even indicative of the players. I think it literally is just the voting.
1: And he's a, he plays the two-guard. Yeah. I mean, that's going to be really difficult. is highly competitive. Uh, I mean, the point and the two are incredibly difficult. Uh, Gary says, Knicks cover and over easy. Yeah, I don't know about that. That's a huge number. Salty says, Knicks will cover. Um, so we can make sure no baddies enter the arena. That will uh, neutralize JP. Hey, dude.
0: Dude. I'm telling you, if you're a Laker fan, you want some baddies sitting courtside for Austin Reeves to look at because Buddy turns into the White Mamba. I'm just telling you right now. Buddy
1: turns into the White Mamba. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, dude. Dude, Toronto might be the best passing team in hockey, by the way. Yeah, it's beautiful to watch. It it really is. I agree with that. Uh, All right, 529. uh, Let's finish with a very controversial topic.
0: Get ready to get pissed off.
1: The state of Utah requires you to enter legal ID to view adult websites.
0: Okay. Now, before we get into porn and Mm -hmm. this whole thing about Pornhub and, you know, the whole issue, this conversation really is not even about pornography, Like It is, but it's not. The conversation is about privacy and freedom and the ability to view whatever content you want to view. And I think that... The biggest issue I have with this is that, yeah, for, for a buddy who wants to be like, oh, well, you know, it's, it's a win because now kids can't look at pornography. Okay, great. If that's the hill you want to die on, fine. That's not the hill I want to die on. I want to die on the hill of how sketchy this is because the next thing you know, we're going to be getting, hey, you need to enter your ID to drive your car. You need to enter your ID, you know, to do menial things things that are day-to-day tasks like i don't like that that we're getting bills now that are coming through that are like oh well the government's going to block this unless you're a certain type of someone
1: yeah that's what i don't like dude well but in this here's what this conversation's really about i mean everybody wants to say oh it's about pornography okay (laughs) oh my god i think we all agree here can't have kids watching you know, cannon pumps in a bump. Can't His have a little His Jimmy cock. over there rectifying women. Holden Middick. Treating objects like women, man. That's what this is. This is a bunch of white politicians saying, hey, protect the family morals. The law that goes into effect today says that you have to enter a, a legal form of ID to view uh, pornographic websites. Mm-hmm. Now, I'm the one who tells you pornography is a great destroyer of men. Yeah. And it is. And I do not view it. And I think that it is, it is incredibly dangerous. But let's get very clear about something. This is a bad law. And when I say bad, it is bad for your kids. It is bad for you. It is bad for everybody all the way around. Because what this is, this is a law that restricts your freedom, your choices, This is a law that completely zaps you of your privacy in your own home. And what's next? Hey, uh, yeah, you know, so if you're gonna get on Google, we're gonna need you to enter a legal form of ID. Because if you're gonna do searches on how to leave the church, we wanna know. If you're gonna do searches on XYZ, we wanna know. That's what this is. Yeah. Because I'd remind you if you're so worried about your kids watching pornography, we have the technology to stop that through internet and modems and blocks and software. Security. Yeah. We don't need we don't need big government coming into my house telling me what I can look at on the internet. <coughs> and this again, this again <coughs> goes back to hey, if we're all conservative and this is a Republican state, how come we're not for small government? Right, because the Republican Party I grew up with was for small government that didn't stick their finger up my ass every time I tried to do something. Right. But now all we're getting is bigger and, bigger and bigger and bigger and bigger and bigger and bigger government that wants to now control AI, that wants to now tell me what I can watch or not watch. And again, the pornography thing, you guys throw it out. throw It It doesn't matter. It's the cover for the bill. That's it. That's all this That's is, it, dude. That's all this is. And I'm telling you now, I am telling you right now, this is the beginning. This is not the end. This is not some finality. Why do you think Governor Cox won't talk about it? Because he doesn't want to be asked about what's next. Spencer Cox does not want to talk about people's freedoms being lost under his administration.
0: You know, one of the scariest ideas or thoughts that I recently came across as far as government and privacy and stuff is this whole concept of like, electric cars. Tesla just as an example. Not it's not about Tesla but just as an example. Imagine the idea now that this bill is passed in the law. Imagine the idea that you get in your electric car 100 years from now, 60 years from now, whatever. And the government can control whether you can actually use your car or not because it's an electric car run by a computer. Imagine that. It's that type of thing that scares me, dude. Like like what else are you gonna put your hand in? Like, what else do we have to get government approval on to use? Like, what what would happen if tomorrow the government was like, yeah, you know, you're gonna have to show that, you know, you don't have a criminal record if you want some water. What, like, you know what I mean? Like, it's that, this type of logic where I'm like, dude, yeah, porn is not good for the brain. It's a scientific fact, but that's not why you're, 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 you're banning porn in Utah. You're banning porn in Utah because of the church and because it's it's a it's a uh, a, a sin. It's looked down upon in Utah culture, in Mormon culture, or LDS culture, because that's what the church prefers. N- not because you, not because you're so worried about it. You want to use that because everyone's like, "Oh yeah, 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 it's a good idea. Porn's bad. Porn's bad." That's not why you're you're no. doing this bill, and it really bothers me that once again, whether it's J.D. Wicker or Governor Cox or who the hell ever, you do whatever you want to do and you don't have to answer questions about it. It's crazy.
1: And I I think the, the other part of this that nobody wants to talk about, well, where are parenting skills these days? So wait, you're telling me you wrote this piece of legislation to protect our kids from pornography, but what are their parents for? Like, are, are we, we never ask people to be parents. We, we just don't. We want to give our kids cell phones and tablets so that we can go and have our, our mommy and daddy time, our me time. Well, that's not your job. When, when, when you had kids, you, you, you agreed to sign that away for the next 25, 30 years. Your job is to make sure your kids aren't viewing pornography. Because I agree, pornography is terrible for kids, but this bill is not about pornography. It's about privacy. It's about the invasion of government behind your closed doors. Yeah, right. So the thing that I think is is so fascinating to me is that people are cheering for this bill wildly in Utah, and I'm I'm just in awe of it. What would they have to do for you to leave the state because of a internet bill? Like, would it like this is close to it? Like, there's some bullshit that goes on in this state that nobody talks about. The, the abuse that goes on in the church, the, the separation of church and state that doesn't exist, um, big government. The government in Utah is massive. It's not small. You know, everybody wants to tell you, oh, a small government. We're, uh, we're conservative here in Utah. Bonnie, please. You know, we're perfect people with perfect features and a massive fucking government. We reach into your pocket and your butthole. And we make sure that you don't have sex by yourself with a Pause, phone. In, with a phone in your hand. I'm Mitt Romney. Vote for me.
0: You like how everyone bags on on uh, BYU for the honor code, and yet the 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 church basically runs the state.
1: But that's what I don't know what the correlation between the two is, but. That's what this state is, because like,
0: football fans want to bag on it, and then those same football fans won't criticize the the church that runs basically runs the government.
1: The hypocrisy, in it, it for me is crazy. Yeah, I, I think the I think that's what Utah is, and I love I love the state of Utah. I think it's one of the best places to live. And but if you think government is small here, if you think there are good you know conservative Christian values in in Utah, you're out of your mind. Yeah. People here drink, people here. By the way, if we have such good, small government that is allowing people to raise their family, why do we have the opioid epidemic that we have here? Mm. Why do we have the pornography I- impact that we have here? Why do we have you know all of the fear mongering over alcohol, gambling, sex, all of it? Why do we hide behind closed doors but then allow our government to reach behind our closed doors? Why do we do that? Because if I have to enter my driver's license, let's say, to look at an adult website, a porn site, well, where is that ID stored? Have you thought about that? Like, is, is that on the Brazers website or whatever the hell this website is everybody was raving about today? About this, this porn site that, oh, you have to enter your, and I guess Pornhub's involved in that or whatever, but you have to enter your driver's license mm-hmm. on, a, on a website to view pornography. Who is storing that information?
0: Yeah. And then by the way, is would anyone be surprised if like ten years from now when they have everyone's information who inevitably is gonna do this because they're addicted? Like when you get arrested, is that on your is that like on your low key record? Well no,
1: when somebody does a background check.
0: Oh, there you go. Yeah, exactly.
1: Is this accidentally gonna pop up? Well, he put his driver's license in and he he he's looked at porn seven thousand four hundred and eighteen times in the last two years. Where's this information being stored? Who's yeah. controlling the information? Who's and for in charge? What purpose? Of it? Like, and I, I'm I'm totally being serious. So explain any of that to me, and then go ahead and flip that coin and tell me how this is protecting any of my privacy, any of my any of my First Amendment rights, any of any of my rights to a legal search and seizure, any of my rights to be the kind of parent that I want to be. How is this good conservative Christian values? when all we're doing is you know, erasing the line between church and state, supposedly. And yeah. oh, by the way, there's no accountability for it because all of the people, all of the people who voted for this will not talk about it. They won't talk about it. I, I just, yeah. you know, like it, it is, and, and you learn largely that the influence of the, the LDS church here, it's unshakable. Sex scandals, real estate scandals, I mean money scandals, tax scandals, you name it. Nothing changes. Nothing changes. Yeah. So I don't necessarily have a problem with that. The the our LDS community here, I think, is 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 fantastic. I have no problem with it. But don't tell me how to live my life, dude. Yeah. And this goes back to the who any freedom you want to talk about, like women's health issues or Telling a woman what to do with her body or that's exactly what this is. This is just another way for government in the state of Utah to reach into your home and tell you how to live your life.
0: It's another system of control. It's crazy. Yeah. It is absolutely and by crazy.
1: Way, by the way, uh,
0: if you're a stocky, you might want to start investing in VPN companies. Just saying. Dude.
1: Just saying. Dude, but are you going to be, how long until, how long, like look at the bank, st- the bank scandals. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Do you really think the regulators had nothing to do with the failure of First Republic? Do you really think that, that some of these bank runs, why do, we allow, why do we allow legislatures to hold stocks? Why do we allow people on, in the position to have incredibly sensitive information? Senators, why do we allow Congress people, presidents, vice presidents, why do we allow them to own stock? I mean that. Ask, ask yourself that question, and then answer it. Because you can't answer it. Do you know why? That's that's like not the right thing to do. I mean, you're talking about really important information where they are bending the stock market in the direction that they want it to go to make themselves money, and not telling the average American about it.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: So they're lying, they're stealing, and they're cheating. And you're the reason that they're doing that because we keep voting for these people like this Ted Cruz thing in Texas is a big deal. If you're a Texan, my friends, if you are a Texan, you should absolutely be paying attention to the Ted Cruz conversation because he's now got a legitimate better than Beto O'Rourke candidate in Texas. And we're going to find out who the Texans are. Yeah. Because again, There was a mass shooting the other day in Texas, and I don't laugh about that. The guy is still on the run. Yep. Governor Abbott is commenting on it, and he talks about how the five illegal immigrants were murdered. Not five humans. He classified them as illegal immigrants that were murdered in this mass shooting. Like, dude.
0: Yeah. (laughs) Pushing a narrative, man.
1: Man, who are we? They're Who not, they're we? not
0: human. They're illegal immigrants in Texas. Who apparently. Yeah. And
1: it doesn't matter, I guess that this guy is on the run and. Yeah. Well, you know. we
0: don't want to talk about that. We don't want to talk about that. Governor Abbott hasn't done a damn thing in that state. Uh, we don't want to talk about the fact that he's not accountable for nine out of 10 things he does do. And that's what I'm saying. Like, I feel like this week, the, the, the theme of the show on this week is people doing stuff and saying stuff and not being accountable or open answering logical like straightforward questions nobody
1: everybody wants to be stupid and then not be held accountable for it like the jd wicker thing is a perfect example of it yeah the athletic director at san diego state talking about how one way or the other they're leaving the mountain west and then no commenting no comment no comment and then going, to, you know, like you're trying to have a conversation. It's no comment, no comment. And then he looks at my LinkedIn, and then we find out that he hasn't told the, the Mountain West that they're leaving. Yeah, Hasn't gone through the proper channels, but he's going to put a little bug in the ear of the athletic. Like, that's what drives me flipping crazy is we don't have a way to, we don't have a way to do this. Yeah. You know, like, it, it's just, it. it is hard for me to look at the way that we allow people in this country to have no accountability for the shit they do. Yeah. Because they're never gonna go in the media, like Ryan Smith, the owner of the Utah Jazz. Same deal. He's never gonna do an interview anywhere that's not comfortable. will mm-hmm. never answer a follow-up question. And I think what's really never. interesting is a lot of people over the years have, have been like,
0: oh, well, you guys just wanna grill people, or you guys just wanna take people to the woodshed. It's like we didn't say we, we don't take people to the witch shed, but what it is is you're not gonna get a free pass when when you don't trade Jordan Clarkson and then he hits the he hits free agency and inevitably he's gonna go and play with a playoff contender or a team that you know a team that's good enough to be in the playoffs and he's a little salty about it. Like he is. And and it really yeah. bothers me that a guy that I actually like. And I'm always very intentional about saying this about Ryan Smith. I like what he's done with the Jazz. A lot. I think the build is going awesome. By the way, the building, dude, looks amazing. And I know you had to do that because of the All-Star game. But my God, if you have to do something, do it 100. And he did. And I love the Delta Center thing. I'm not a huge fan of the jerseys, but I haven't complained about that a whole lot since the rollout. So, like, it's not that I don't like the guy. It's not that I want to take him to the woodshed. What I w- want is him to come on a show that's not owned by the church and have a legitimate, down-to-earth, one-on-one, keep-it-real conversation about where this club is going. Because Danny Ainge sitting in your little media room inside the organization doing interviews with Buddy isn't going to get it done. No. It's just not. And then when they're good again, what what are you going to see? Ryan's going to be out in the community. Danny's going to be out in the community. And Lori is going to come home from Army camp, and he's going to be the new face of the franchise. That's going to happen. So whether it's Governor Cox or Ryan Smith or J.D. Wicker, who the hell ever you want to point to, they all do the same thing, which is whatever they want, and then they hide behind their little
1: shell. That's what
0: they do. It's
1: that simple. Yeah, it's interesting. I think it's very interesting that you have a situation where... This porn ban is just really stupid. It's really dumb. It opens the door to
0: the TikTok thing at the federal level is the same deal. It's the exact same thing. You wrote a bill to ban an app, and you use the app as cover to throw a bunch of extra stuff in there that had no business That's being in terrifying.
1: there. That's terrifying. Yeah. It's terrifying. Greg Hawkins, why does the church even have all these for-profit side hustles? I'm I have saying, no dude. idea. I don't know. Truck Stop Gumby says, free the hub. And again, that's the funny part. Like this has zero impact on me. I don't care. Like I don't watch porn. I'm not a Pornhub guy or a Bracers guy or whatever. Like it just doesn't matter to me. Yeah. So it, I mean, it has zero impact. Only it has a massive impact on me. But here's the here's the reality of it. If you're a porn guy, you should be able to be a porn
0: guy. I disagree with it. He disagrees with it. That but nobody mean, should judge you. But that doesn't mean you should be judged, or that you know Governor Cox should sit up in his nice you know office and be able to s- rubber stamp bills that allow the government to 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 put up a gate basically and say, hey, are are, are you going to put your ID in or not? And it's like, dude, no, I'm not. And and it just it just bothers me because because we like this. I love Utah as far as the scenery and most of the culture is awesome like like utah has changed so much since we lived here five six years ago it is totally different now it's a great place to live there was just a ranking that came out that listed utah as one of the best states or i think they actually it was the number one state in the country or whatever it was but like yeah utah's a great place to live it's not that i don't like living here but what i don't like is this whole this whole cat and mouse game we play with politicians and people who are in an office of some variety and have power, which is, again, we're just going to do whatever we want to do. And we don't give a damn about the people who voted us in office. And then we're going to wonder why that 15-year-old who's got a decision about politics to make isn't going to run for office. And then when I'm 50, I'm going to be like, oh, wow, well, man, still voting for the Joe Bidens of the world.
1: like. Are we really
0: surprised? Yeah. We're not. There's no incentive, man.
1: Yeah, it'll be interesting to see exactly how that all all that plays out. I'll be, I'm always interested to see the the end result of legislation like this because it's very difficult. It is very difficult to unwind this watch. Yeah. I mean, it is, it is really, really tough. Yeah. And it, it only goes on further because these bills set precedents that's what I'm so worried about like these bills set precedent and you know like I wonder I wonder at what point do we all get fed up with our government at what point does that happen because that's a scary time dude it, civil wars and you look at the destabilization around the globe and you look at the civil wars that are going on how far from that are we really when you look at how divided we are as a country it, t- it scares me
0: yeah I think the problem is is that there's still a sect of the country that's super pro-Donald Trump, and I'm not trying to get into the Trump versus Biden thing, but when you talk about like how far are we away from civil war-level anger, like I think that we're not going to have a civil war until the country fully moves on from Donald Trump and has a way to unite against one thing, right? Because that ultimately is where I feel like that type of of anger comes from where you have this real But I don't divisive even th- thing, I don't dude. even think
1: it's Donald Trump. I honestly I don't. I think when you look at you look at all the people that are in control the the Joe Bidens, the Nancy Pelosi's, the Donald Trumps, like this Ron DeSantis stuff in Florida. Yeah. It it it's pretty remarkable that Ron DeSantis I mean, he should have been the presumptive nominee for for the Republican Party. and he's just talked himself out of it.
0: It's incredible.
1: Like he is, he is just that that last European trip, this Disney thing, you know, his, his wanting to make America Florida, like that's one of the stupidest things I have ever heard anybody say that he wants to make America like Florida. Like, I, And I, I I look at that and I'm like, okay, great. Okay, like, well, Democrats are going to win again. Oh, that's right. Joe Biden's right. Like, it's the, <coughs> it's not Donald Trump anymore. And I think we have to change our thinking on this. Whether you're pro or anti-Trump, he's not the guy anymore. The question is, who's the next person? Man, woman, who's the next person that's going to lead our country away from where we are now? Because I think we're in a terrible spot. I think we have... Corporations that are profit-taking, I think we pay exorbitant amounts of taxes that we don't even realize we're paying, and we have no way to fix that or control that for ourselves. Yeah, You know, like, it's just, I don't know how you fix that. Yeah. And I don't know who the next person is, because I truly, I can never, I, I just can't see, I just can't see who the young blood, who the new blood, like the, the AOCs of the world or the Matt Gateses of the world or the, you know, pick your poison. Those are not leadership people with leadership potential. So like, who is the, it, it, are you telling me Marjorie Taylor Greene's the next great hope of our country? No, <laughs> come on. There's not a young Democrat or a young Republican where you're like, yeah, that's the dude. Yep, because that's it's guy. garbage. That's the guy. Because where is it? Like and and how long how long until Mike Pence decides to run for president? Seriously, because that's the next dude. I'm telling you, that's that that's who people will get behind, in my opinion. I think whether you like him or not, like he's he's got a story to tell. Yeah. But who else is there to even get elected in this country? Are you telling me I can't think of a great Democratic governor that that is electable? You know, like I, yeah. I just yeah. No, doesn't Newsom want to make America like California? No, he doesn't. No, he doesn't. Not at all. You know, like it, it is. The problem is, is that you have, you have this, whatever it is, like we're losing touch with Florida and Texas. And I don't think people understand that, that we are losing touch with Florida and Texas, whether it is guns, whether it is religion, whether it is abortion, whether it is you, the majority of people in, in in this country don't identify with those that radical belief, right? We're not a country of radicals. So the question is, who parts the sea and walks down the middle? Because that's the person that's going to win. Yeah. And, it, and no, it's not Gavin Newsom. It's not Gad- Gavin Newsom in any way, shape, or form. We truly could uh, fall much further and the country would stay intact It would take a catastrophe on the level of 90% of people aren't eating enough to create a popular uprising enough. Well, but I think things like January 6th, the insurrection, I think, you know. Yeah. I don't know. Uh, Tom says Pence is your dude. No, don't hang Pence on me. I'm talking about, like, the Republican Party. Like, I'm trying to forecast, in the Republican Party specifically, because I think the Republican Party has a very small window in time over the next six months to find whoever's going to be the rudder for the Republican Party mm-hmm. and unify behind that person and spend the next 12 months winning an election. Because somebody's going to do that. Somebody's going to do that. Yeah. Because I just don't think that Joe Biden's electable for a second term. If Joe Biden wins a second term, I don't even know what we're going to do. Mm hmm. I, honest to God, because there's no way that we are moving forward, right? Like, yeah, I, I just don't see that. You know, I, I don't know, Tom. Mike Pence is not my guy, but I think he he's a guy that a lot of Republicans want to see run.
0: Yeah, I mean, he's definitely one of the options. I mean, I, I in the again, the conversation isn't who would we like. It's who's available.
1: That's it. Yeah. And I don't know who that is. I don't know who that is. Uh, Greg says, does anyone honestly believe in any of these politicians? I know. I don't No. I don't. Hell no. I don't. But they're that's, all. But clowns. isn't that they precisely
0: are. the problem, yeah. right? Like we don't have as as citizens, you know, we don't have the ability to just be like, "Yep, that's the guy I want to support," right? Like, like Evan McMullen, that's the guy I want to support. But look or at a guy whoever. like,
1: look at Jim Jordan, Jim Jordan, who is was supposedly going to run the witch hunt to get Hunter Biden and Joe Biden. And they haven't been able to get any, like having to silence Marjorie Taylor Greene two weeks ago for insulting. Like, what are we doing? Like, all these committees that the Republicans control that they were going to run roughshod over the country and we're going to get justice and we're going to, you know, we are going to, you know, impeach Joe Biden. And come on, dude. Like, what are we doing? Yeah. What are we doing? All we're doing is being punitive. Against each other, and it just doesn't—it doesn't work. Yeah, it doesn't work. Uh, Gary says Mansion is electable on the Dem side. Well, I don't know. I think a lot of people view uh, Mister Manchin as a as a traitor, frankly, because he's not a Democrat and he's not a Republican. Scarlett Johansson for president. I'd watch. That's what it. I'm saying. Dude. I'd watch every press conference.
0: That's right. What John that? Stewart and Joe Rogan. You that?
1: Uh, is my winning ticket? Okay.
0: I mean, I appreciate what Jon Stewart
1: did in some of his interviews. I appreciate that. Everybody wants Jon Stewart to run. Uh, Pence is a safe vanilla pick. He won't piss off or split the GOP. Agreed. And I think that's why. Yeah. I think that's why, Brandon. I, 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 I think it, he's, he's viewed as in a lot of circles in the Republican Party. I think he is viewed as a hero for his actions on January 6th. Because I think most Republicans and most conservatives don't identify with what happened on January 6th. No. Certainly.
0: Well, and I think you just need someone reliable in the office, dude. That's what you need.
1: Yeah. And, I like, again, I look at Greg Abbott, the governor of Texas, who has presidential aspirations. You just passed a law where the handpicked secretary of state is allowed to overturn elections that they don't like. Like, are What are you, we doing? What are we doing? What are we doing? You know, like, it's it's crazy to me. So I don't know how you, I don't know how we fix this stuff, but banning pornography and reaching inside of American homes as politicians with legislation is not how you fix it. Yeah, it it is. I, I just don't. Yes, exactly right. Craig Hawkins. And I say this all the time and people yell and scream at me. I don't see a difference between the two parties. I am not attracted to to Joe Biden, I am not attracted to any, I'm not a, certainly not a Ron DeSantis guy, I'm not a Mike Pence guy, I'm not a Donald Trump guy. Like, I need somebody who will put money back in my pocket and who will, who will legislate us back to a, 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 a way of life where we can actually identify as a dem- democracy, where we can be a world leader where the dollar's not dying on the vine. And like I just don't understand what we're doing. Yeah. I, I what is what are we trying does anybody know what we're trying to accomplish? Either conservative or or liberal, Democrat or Republican, what are we trying to accomplish? Because I just don't know what that is. And and honestly, I think the days of Americans registering as Democrats and Republicans is coming to an end. Uh, honest to goodness, I think. That those days are over. Because mm. who do you identify with? Yourself. I, I mean, in all honesty, I, I just don't know who most people identify with. Yeah. I really don't. I've, I have no idea what that looks like. By the way, a uh, quick update for you. For everybody who said the Knicks were going to blow out the heat, it's twenty four twenty three. 23 Miami leads. Uh, 16 points from RJ Barrett is leading the Knicks right now, which obviously is a problem. Uh, because R.J. Barrett's been wildly inconsistent, but he's got 16 points out the gate. I said 16 points. Yeah. That's crazy. Julius Randle back, has played all 11 minutes, three of five, one of two from three, seven points. And Jalen Brunson's got three points to account for their 26, which is unbelievable. They've got 26 points and three people have scored. Meanwhile, the Miami Heat have 26 points and six people have scored. Um which is crazy Caleb Martin I think Caleb Martin's one of the most underrated players in the NBA. Yeah, he's a tough cat. His defense in game 1 was unbelievable. Unbelievable. And I'm curious how many minutes do we see from Kyle Lowry tonight? Does he play 30 minutes?
0: I mean, I would think, but hmm? without
1: Jimmy, yeah, I would think so. Yeah. I think so. I think that's right. Um all right. Tom says vermin supreme has been the best candidate for years okay. okay the left wants power period well what is the so the conservative side of the world doesn't want power the conser- so the republicans the right doesn't want any power okay I was worried <laughs> what, what what does that even mean sorry roger Uh, Most people don't identify with any politicians anymore. It's part of the reason why political apathy in the United States is at an all-time high, correct? Mike M says, the majority of voters in Oregon are registered as unaffiliated or independent, and I think that's where we're going. That's where we're going. Uh, Brandon Butler, I now identify as apolitical because I don't trust either party. I'm kind of in that same spot. Uh, And I I get that nothing gets done without either of them, but they both are about... uh, Unified mass hysteria. Well, you know. Uh Carrie Lee says the real game is LeBron versus Curry tonight. Ooh. Ooh. Mm-hmm. That's gonna be a good one.
0: Yeah. so what we deserve is basketball. 2926
1: Knicks with 45 seconds going the first. We'll update you on that. The Monty Show as always is presented by our good friends at The Advocates, theadvocates.com. The best injury attorneys in the business, The Advocates. It's motorcycle season, man. Please wear a helmet on your bicycle, your scooter, your motorcycle. Please wear a helmet. Please be careful. And if heaven's to Betsy, you wind up in an accident, please do not trust your insurance company. You have nothing to lose. It costs you absolutely nothing to chat with an attorney. Live online right now, the advocates.com, utah Until tomorrow, say goodbye, Jake. Goodbye, Jake.